Hello, everybody. I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. This is the Argonauts podcast. Each week, I'm going to try and solve old ARGs, and Marn is going to tell me what I should have done instead. Yep. Uh, this week, we are going to be talking about the Sexy Girl Max 2019 ARG. And uh, that ARG was only about four days long, so we're also going to do a little bit of a mailbag here at the beginning to uh, fill out our episode. Oh yeah, we should also talk about that uh, we are now on the Orange Groves Network. Yes, that's a good thing to mention off the top of the episode. So, exciting news of the Argonauts podcast, we are excited to join the Orange Groves Network of shows. Yeah, um, so we you can now find us our url will redirect to our orange groves page uh nothing should be messed up if you subscribe to us on itunes or spotify as far as i know uh but yeah we are now on a network which is very exciting yep uh this shouldn't change anything for you all listening at home but it does change some stuff for us and makes us very excited and curious and ready to grow yeah so we are excited to be a part of that uh there is a special orange grove page there are a lot of really cool shows on the network that we would encourage you guys to check out um i am very interested in checking out there's a show called got it memorized that i know of that is a kingdom hearts recap podcast um i feel like i jammed a bunch of games into my head in prep for kingdom hearts 3 so i'm excited to go back and listen in a slower deeper dive into the lore of that crazy series yeah, I am excited to listen to there's they do a um a podcast on Bionicle lore called Bed Bath and Bionicle and I am excited to start that one. Yeah, that is the best title for a podcast I've ever heard. I'm not particularly interested in Bionicles, but I might listen for the name alone. I read a lot of the like so I never really had the Bionicle toys, but I read a lot of their the like middle grade like bionicle novelizations that you could get at like the scholastic book fair (laughs) see i played a lot with the toys as a kid but my brain now is too full of like bad obscure magic the gathering lore that i don't know how much lore from other series i can pack into my head without yeah that's fair flames but this week, uh, we are going to be doing a half of a mailbag to start off our show, because the game is actually pretty short, uh, even though it is really interesting. Um, so a special thanks to everyone that wrote in. We got a lot of questions in through our email account. Uh, we got a lot of questions on Twitter uh, and through the... We have a dedicated Argonauts channel in the Orange Groves Discord that people send in some questions through. So uh, thank you, everyone that wrote in. We've got some really cool, interesting questions that we're looking forward to getting into. Yeah, I'm excited. So uh, you want to start us off with a question? Sure. Uh, So Orion in the Discord asked, What was the ARG for the both of you that made you go ham for ARGs? Not necessarily like your first ARG, but the one that made you go, Oh, ARGs rule, actually. And I know my answer for this one, but I don't know if you know your answer for this one. Uh, So mine is... I I do. I thought about this instead of working today. Um... (laughs) My answer is a, it's kind of a two-parter. The one that made me interested in looking at internet websites as something more than just um, a place where I could get information or a place where I could play, like, a Flash game on a website, Um, there was this game called This Is Not Tom a little while ago. Um, I found it when I was in college, and... It is unfortunately defunct now. I tried to go back to it a couple weeks ago. Um, I know that I've mentioned it in a couple emails I've sent to people, but um, I don't know that I've ever talked about it on the show. Um, But it was a game that really introduced me to the idea of an ARG. Um, Like, the first puzzle was 
picture of a boxer who had like the name tag Dave or something like that. And um, it was this is not Tom.com. And the headline said the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog, the old sample sentence, uh, except it didn't have an eye in it. And I realized if you clicked on the eye of the boxer in the photo, it took you to the next website. Um, mm, very cool. Yeah. And if you later, I learned that if you open the source code for the page, it's like, hey, this isn't how you're technically supposed to solve this, but it works. Well done. <laughs> um, so that was the first thing that I ever saw that was really um, an interesting way of using what I would later what I would later say, an interesting way of using HTML in order to further a media for a. Uh, game rather than just being hey this dragon ball z fighter game that you played in fifth grade is hosted on a website you know this is yeah. the first time i ever got into a thing where like oh this could be the game so that was the first like the first dive into args i ever did and then a little bit later maybe six months later um the the, the this book is full of spiders uh john dies at the end arg started up and that was when i first actually did an ARG and got into the game and I've been hooked and interested in them ever since. My ability to participate has waxed over the year <laughs> waned? Waxed? Waned over the year. I haven't been able to participate in as many over the years as I would like to. Um but I still love them, which is why I co-host a podcast about them. <laughs> yeah, I think my answer is also a two-parter. Um the thing that got me interested in like the culture of ARGs and like introduced me to Unforum was actually the um the Cloverfield like viral marketing ARG back in 2007 okay. um I don't remember how I found out about it I just remember spending a lot a lot of time on Unforum after I learned about it and that was what kind of introduced me to the community around ARGs that I started finding super cool um, the thing that I think introduced me to the concept of ARGs without me knowing completely what they were and, like, having the vocabulary to talk about them was, um, way back in the early days of Neopets, they used to do, so they, so they still do this. They do, like, plots on the site where you can, like, do, like, solve puzzles and stuff and, like, earn prizes, but... Now okay. they're now they're kind of more like you play through like a flash comic or you like defeat an enemy with your pets, but they used to be very like puzzle oriented and they had stuff like you had to go into the source code of the page and like find something and solve it. And I think that was what introduced me to like a lot of the concepts that get used in ARGs without me really knowing that it was like a widespread thing. And then a couple of years later, That's I discovered really... Unforum and was like, oh, this is, I like this. This is what I've been into. That's really cool. I didn't know Neopets got deeper than just, I'm going to raise my little dragon friend. Yeah. Yeah, the original plots were super cool. I super recommend looking into them. There's a couple sites that like have them archived. Um, and then they sold the site to Scientologists. <laughs> Come again? Neopets yeah. did? did you, yeah, um they the original people who um who ran it sold the site and I think the people who bought it ended up being like a Scientologist organization and now uh Holy jump shit. And now I think Jumpstart owns it. Huh. 
the more you learn. Okay. <laughs> Mar and I gotta go. I've got some Google searching to do. Uh, good night, everyone. <laughs> there's a, I think there, I think there's a video essay on it. Huh. There's I a will, couple really good ones on the I, I will check that out and put it in the show notes. Hell yeah. Uh, this one came to us through an email from ACD. Uh, they sent us the question, I have a friend who recently started listening to the show, and he's very interested in getting into ARGs, but unsure of where to start. I've never done any ARG-related things unless you count a viral marketing campaign for a book series I read when I was in middle school, so I don't really know where to point him. Any tips? So, uh, if you are just getting into ARGs and like looking for somewhere to read more about ones that have happened in the past, or... Um, or ones that are currently going on right now, I highly recommend the Game Detectives Wiki. I know I've sung their praises on our Frog Fractions episodes already, but they have really detailed timelines of a lot of kind of contemporary, like, ongoing ARGs and ones that they've already solved. Um, If you want to know more about older ARGs, um, most to all of Unforum is up on the, like, web archive, so you can still access it. It's really fun if you just, like, enjoy reading through forum threads <laughs> of, of like, old puzzles getting solved and stuff. Um, another good one is Argnet, which is ARGN.com, uh, run by a friend of the show. Uh, they have a guide to getting started with ARGs that's linked right on the main page of their site. And they also have um, everything on there is tagged by which ARG it's from, and they post updates on some of them. So I highly recommend checking it out. Awesome. Um, do they like give links to other ARGs or anything like that, or is it just like sample puzzle style things? Um, yeah, Argnet does. They do. Um, so there's a there's a list in the sidebar of currently running ARGs. And I, they do updates like weekly or just whenever. I think it's like bi-weekly um, updating on ARGs that are like currently running, um, how you can get into them, what's gone on so far in them. Um, and they also do stuff on like immersive fiction and like VR stuff. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also know um, if you are a more Reddit-inclined person, I know that I'm not typically, but um, there is uh, reddit.com slash r slash, I think it's just ARG. There's yeah. ARG and there's ARGs. Uh, ARGs, I think, is some school organization. But ARG is where a lot of people will post, like, Here's a game. It's all, here's a game that I found, which I think 95% are, here's a game that I made, but don't want to say that. Yeah. Um, Today, as we're recording it, it's the day after April Fool's Day, so I don't know how usable that website's going to be today. Um, But when this episode comes out, it's probably going to be a little bit more usable. Uh, I tried to search for some stuff today, and it was not very great. Yeah. Um, But that being said, Reddit is a fire hose. Uh, No judge for quality or taste or anything like that with Reddit. so heads up before you go and use that route. There's also um, certain older ARGs and actually certain like contemporary ones too. Uh, if you stumble upon one that you're super interested in, uh, there might be like a wiki on that ARG. I know it was more common with like unforum people. If they had like a big sprawling ARG, would make a wiki specifically for that. 
Um, so if you get super interested in one specific ARG, I would do some Googling and check and see what there is. I know, um, Polygon occasionally and some other gaming related websites. Um, every once in a while I'll see a post in my feed that says, Hey, it looks like an ARG is starting up for X. Uh, recently I know one started up for, uh, is it, was it Vampire the Masquerade that did a thing called Tender? Uh, released a fake dating app that was an ARG that led into like a vampire themed thing. I, I I know it's a vampire based game. I want to say Vampire the Masquerade. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's um, uh, and probably am. No, it's it's it was the marketing campaign for Bloodlines too. Okay, so yeah, I know that they wrote up a story. Hey, it looks like there's an ARG for this. Uh, they covered Frog Fractions too back when that was a thing. Same with um I Sigil, um which at the time was part of Frog Fractions, but they didn't know that. Um, they they typically write up stuff for video games of, hey, it looks like there might be an ARG starting for this. Uh, so if you keep an eye there, something might catch your eye of a property you're interested in that's running an ARG. Yep. Uh, some There's like a very small culture of YouTubers who sometimes put out uh, p- like videos summarizing certain ARGs. I know there's one for at least the beginning of Sexy Girl Max. So that is something to get into, too, if you like video essays. Do you know the name of that channel by any chance? Um, There's a couple. I know Rainbots is cool. Uh, There's Nightmare Expo. There's Nightmare Masterclass. There's a new one that I really like, but I can't remember the name of. (laughs) And I feel really bad. Um, If you shoot me a couple links and I'll put them in a... In our show notes. Yeah, totally. Cool. Uh, okay, so uh, Lore, who is moribund on Twitter and a friend of the show, asked, So I realized while listening to Spectacular Organic that, as an outsider to them, ARGs always bring to mind a specific brand of sinister mystery, even horror. And it got me thinking, have you guys ever played an ARG that was just good, clean fun? I've been thinking about this one. It's been rattling in my head ever since the, the question came in. Um, and part of this, it'll get into a little bit of uh, what we're going to talk about with Sexy Girl Max, actually. Um, but there is, I think, part of the, the I don't know if I'd call it a genre problem with ARGs, but part of the genre of ARGs is that you are an outsider that has stumbled onto something that you shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, and, and as part of that, it's very hard to stumble onto something that you shouldn't have. That's good. Like the only time I I can think of that happening is when you like accidentally find out you're getting a surprise party. (laughs) Um, otherwise it's like, it's much easier to say someone is sneakily hiding secrets to lead someone to a government conspiracy or a cult that's starting up behind this juice company or like a murderer that's locked someone in the basement of a ranch with a cell phone like that's an actual ARG yeah not just something I thought of um (laughs) there's a lot of reasons that you can do something that is creepy and not as many reasons that you should do something that isn't because of the nature of an ARG and I think that being an ARG makes the world around you a little creepier just as a whole by playing I know that I worked at a movie theater back when I was working at one of the ARGs and we had a notorious printer that always printed off shitty receipts and there was one day that it just printed off something out of nowhere and there was a split second that i was convinced that (laughs) it was a clue you know oh it's a bunch of ones on a piece of paper this has to be something um there's a bit of like 
ingrained paranoia that comes with an ARG. It's it's like a, a Lovecraft thing. There's a hidden secret of the universe that you know and you can't unknow. Yeah. And so it's on you to solve that riddle. So no, I haven't seen one that gets um that gets beyond this. And I I'd like to. I like I like the lighter side of things, the softer side of things. And so it can be a little unnerving and I think scary might be a little too far, but definitely creepifying uh, to play in ARGs that are weird and kind of creepy all the time. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of hard to get past that that block of of what you were saying. I was thinking of it earlier today in terms of how like a lot of the games that are out for VR currently are horror because like Mm -hmm. it's easier when like you put a player inside the experience i feel like it's easier to get a emotional reaction out of them if you're scaring them or like unnerving them rather than like if they're having a genuine good time which i don't necessarily think it's true but i think that's how a lot of game developers think of it in terms of like getting a reaction out of players i know there are args that aren't like creepy um there was like an Olympics ARG that took place in like every single continent, uh, which I've been reading a little bit about and I want to do an episode about hopefully. Um, I know there was like a Professor Layton puzzle hunt ARG that was very oh, like sounds adorable. lighthearted. Yeah, it was really cute. I was reading about it earlier today. It was just like they had people from around the world like solve Professor Layton puzzles um <laughs> i know the studio that did the stanley parable does like tiny like little surrealist args to go with some of their games okay but yeah i think i think the brunt of them is really um a lot of args that kind of are letting the player in on like a secret and go for more of like a creepy angle i mean frog fractions wasn't necessarily that creepy but you still have kind of the angle of like oh these the players are like secret agents and they're opposing this like big uh, scary force that's gonna decay the universe yeah i know that even from an out of game perspective um when i was putting together a list of links for spectacular organic episode i was reading through some of the reddit threads and when i got to the one where um grayson in character was saying hey I've been contacted by this juice company. They've chosen me as a winner, but I don't want to go. And I told them that, but they've been putting out these videos saying that I'm going to go and that they're going to get me. One of the responses in the subreddit and the one that was the highest voted was like, hey, if this is real, call the cops. Yeah. Um, And it was like, we know that there's, we're 95% sure that this is part of the game. If it's not, though, you need to do something. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that it's much easier with this genre of doing something that is like transgressive almost or, um, you know, you're breaking into a secret. And so a part of that is feels almost sinister by nature uh, for a most part. Um, there were a lot of times when I was looking at uh, spoiler alert for a little bit for Sexy Max, uh, but when I was. The link that you sent me, which is my initial start, looks like a, um, it's literally a bit.ly link. Yeah. And then the text links below, click to meet in your area. And I've been on the internet long enough to know <laughs> that that is spam that's going to infect my computer with a lot of viruses. Um, 
just if, if I get that as an email, if I get that as a, a regular DM, if I get that in any other circumstance than Marn sending it to me and saying, hey, I assure you there's a game behind it. And it still took me a few minutes to click that link because my like internet lizard brain was like, <laughs> that's going to infect your computer. Yeah, um, there's a certain suspension of disbelief. Yeah, and I feel like when you when you go through that that suspension of disbelief, you have to like accept that like this isn't real. This is a little bit twisted, and that little bit twisted nature that keeps you on edge, it's easier to do it as um horror than it is to do like I don't know how a comedy ARG would work. I would love to see it and play <laughs> in it. And I've seen like funny things happen in ARGs, but I don't know how you do one that is like comedy based. Yeah, I was gonna say I think even like darker ARGs have the capacity to like form a community that's really joyful and yeah. that I've personally seen happen. Um, which I think is really nice. <laughs> yeah, every time I've played an ARG, there's been a community that forms that's really nice. And I like I like them a- maybe not every time. But <laughs> when- whenever I stick with an ARG, it's because of a community that I like that's come together and you don't like that group unless you're united in a joyful way. Yeah. But usually what you're solving isn't as joyful as the group doing the work. Yeah. Also, like, it inherently puts you on edge because you're tired and you're working and you're like, why have none of the things I've tried worked? Why has none of this worked? I'm trying to save this guy's life. He's locked in a bunker under a ranch <laughs> with a cell phone and I just want to get him out. But it looks like a decimal, but it's not a decimal, and it looks like it's ASCII, but it's not ASCII, and I don't know what I'm doing. And that's much easier to lend yourself to getting scared and frustrated than it is to lend yourself to thinking something's funny. That's true. Uh, For those of you who don't know, uh, Andrew and I have been keeping tabs on this Tumblr, this other Tumblr ARG that's about uh, a guy is locked in the basement of a ranch by like an eldritch cowboy. It's it's, For the record, Eldritch something. Cowboy is the name of my album coming out next year. Hell yeah. Uh, stay on the lookout. So, uh, Goat on Twitter uh, asks, I didn't follow Sexy Girl Max 2019 to its end, but do you think the meme viralish screenshots that led to its discovery were plants? Also, do you know any ARGs that originated from, turned into, or were supplements to LARPs? So, I don't I can't answer the first one because I don't um I, I don't I, I don't know what those posts were. My personal pet theory is that ninety-nine percent of all ARG beginnings are plants. Um in the same way that all D D campaigns start because players get together and say, Hey, do you want to play D D? <laughs> or all video games start because you buy the game and install it to your console. Like you need that first step and there's that always that initial first step of putting it out there and having someone find it and if you want a game to run that you need to monitor you need to be in charge of putting it out there yourself maybe i'm wrong but i i, I was gonna say i would say that maybe 99 percent of indie args are like that i think viral marketing ones are different because if it's for like a big movie or like a tv show they can like put it in the trailer and reliably know that someone's gonna find it that that's that's fair okay yeah yeah, that that's more what I meant. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I think you're 100% right. I think for indie ARGs, it's like, yeah, it's not going to get out there unless you put it out there. But I think yeah. I think in the case of this one, 
the people who posted it maybe weren't plants because the way that this kind of started was that um the sexy girl max blog messaged a bunch of people like weird shit and i think the original posts of the people being like hey this blog messaged me some weird funny shit i don't know if those were plants because people do that all the time on tumblr (laughs) yeah that's fair Uh i didn't realize that was exactly how this started but yeah yeah. um going with the the larp question um i don't know any that originated from or turned into long-standing larps uh but i know that there are a lot of games that have had uh live components yeah Um, even as from something as small as a dead drop where you know you go to a restaurant and try and find something hidden under a table um to stuff as complex as um you know in this is my milwaukee the whole central park meetup where there were characters and there were there was a fight scene where everyone had to hold up the the fennel bulb and yell bonob um or things like the uh frog fractions 2 where people had to go and meet and play chess against the developers to get a clue or go meet the the serious business man um things like that um that's part of the coolest part to me about ARGs is that blurred line between reality and fiction sometimes bleeds a little bit more into reality and you have to get into where, okay, I'm going to go to San Diego Comic-Con and I'm going to go find a guy <laughs> and, or I'm going to go to Indiecade and I'm going to walk up to a person and I have to say 17. Um, that, that stuff's all really cool to me. Uh, I used to live out in rural Kentucky and not rural Kentucky, but I used to live in nowhere, Kentucky. Uh, and so there weren't any real ARG availability, things like that, because it always happened in like New York or, you know, California, where you want to try and make sure that at least one person from your ARG can go. Yeah. Now that I'm in Detroit and bigger cities, I'm much more inclined to find something that's near me. Yeah, I think uh, there have also been a, a couple args that were like treasure hunt args, where it was like looking for a very specific thing out in the wild. Um, I don't know any that were like actually LARPs. I know a lot of people who play ARGs kind of like either insert a role-playing element or like will take a role-playing element that the ARG has given them and like run with it. Like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. I guess, like, in, in like, the Mr. Robot ARG, you're put in a position of, like, being, a like, a cool secret hacker and stuff like that. And also in the ARG that Andrew and I met in, the Blink Network ARG, part of, like, the premise was that all of us who were playing were, like, trying to get a job, like, an internship at this company, the Blink Network, and part of the ARG was, like, some of us actually got internships and got to have, like, corporate email addresses and, like, interact with the employees, like, behind the scenes in a way. That was frustrating because it was when I was looking for real jobs in the world. And I was like, <laughs> man, I can't even land a fictional internship. <laughs> yeah, I was one of the people who got an internship and I got, like actual business cards and i have like a like a actual business card holder that has my name engraved on it that's super cool (laughs) it's very cool but yeah i think i think a lot of args involve some kind of role-playing element whether or not it's you're going somewhere and interacting with the characters yeah i think and even on a more 
meta level, by being a person participating in the game, you've taken on the role of someone that knows more than they should. That's true. Um, and so you, you've chosen to inhabit the character of Andrew, except he thinks that there's a weird cult behind a juice yeah. company. Um, you know, it's very close to regular Andrew. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have to do a lot to get into character, but you are taking on that character by interacting with the game. So there's always an inherent LARP to it, even if you're not necessarily, you know, grabbing a foam board and shield. Yeah, and I know it used to be a thing on Unforum, but maybe not so much anymore, where if there was like a point of contact for a character or like a corporation in an ARG, someone would inevitably like uh, come up with like a fake name and be like, hey, I'm applying for this job. What can you tell me about your company to like get more plot exposition? See, I just go with my real name for stuff like that because I'm <laughs> real dumb. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Another question we had, uh, kind of similar, is from Dorian, who said, One thing I noticed happening pretty quickly was that a lot of people started posting things similar to the original Sexy Girl Max that ended up being people just trying to make a similar joke, or just have some fun with the attention that the ARG was getting, and it kind of pushed people off track. Has there been any other instances of people purposely throwing off ARGs like this? Uh, or maybe if I were to phrase it more positively, formulate an unexpected, unauthorized spinoff. Yeah, so in ARG world, we call this game jacking. Uh, and it's not generally considered like a cool and good thing to do. But I think as far as Sexy Girl Max goes, like it kind of came with the Tumblr culture of like people see like a cool thing that's happening and they like want to be part of it and they want to like role play in the universe of this thing um so there definitely was a lot of that i think i'm sexy girl chill <laughs> i think i remember there being a game jack of lonely girl 15 but don't quote me on it i feel like there was though because that was also really easy to hijack because it was just like people making YouTube videos and like a lot of the ones that are on social media are pretty became pretty easy to game Jack because if it was like someone making YouTube videos, you could just like set up a new channel and like reply to their videos with your own. Hmm. I know as far as I know, the lonely girl 15 people didn't really have that much of a problem with it. I know there were a couple YouTube people who basically kind of like made characters that quote unquote existed within the Lonely Girl 15 universe, but like would just commentate on the videos and stuff. Um, hmm. And the creators didn't really seem to have a problem with that. <laughs> so it, it, it was just kind of like folding themselves into the narrative. Uh, I think there definitely have been some game jacking instances where People tried to, like, insert themselves as a character and, like, make all these new puzzles and probably the GM did get pissed off about it. I can't think of any off the top of my head, though. <laughs> it's like, hey, you should solve my crossword puzzle while you're at it. <laughs> In my experience, I haven't seen much intentional uh, game jacking, but I've seen a lot of accidental game jacking. Where, yeah, that too. Uh, people will, like say like i found the next clue and it's not it's just a weird random website that like 
is weird and close enough that it could be in the game, uh, but then it doesn't have anything in it. And I've seen people get derailed with stuff like that, um, but never an intentional derailment, or at least never one that's come out as an intentional derailment that I've heard of. It's usually just like, hey, in the related videos for, you know, this strange unlisted video, I found this other video that is also about a guy named Dave doing a thing. And it's like, well, it's different sender, different stuff like that. It's weird. This guy's creepy, but I don't think he's like in-game creepy. Yeah. There's also like, there. I know there's a couple like Twitter quote unquote ARGs that are Mostly just, like, someone telling, like, a creepy story through Twitter. And people will invariably, like, try and make their own accounts and, like, add to those. And be like, <laughs> I exist in this universe, too, and let me tell you my story. And, and someone's like, I got a creepy story about my neighbor, Robert. And then <laughs> I come up with, at yeah. neighbor Robert. I'm like, hello, I'm creepy. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, you've diminished the story before, but okay. Yeah. You're you're here now too. Yeah, um unfortunately it's just kind of something that comes with putting a narrative out there on social media and a lot of people will invariably be like, "Oh, but what if it what what if it was about about me?" Yeah, it's it's kind of like the like anytime you follow anyone that's like relatively famous on Twitter, they'll inevitably have a post that's like, "Hey, please don't like jokingly be mean to me." Yeah. Like I know that you're trying to be, like, ironic and cute, but we're not there because I don't actually know you. Um, and it's kind of like that, where it's like, hey, I know that you're trying to help and trying to, like, you're trying to yes-and this, but, yeah. like, this isn't an improv show and you're not on stage. And, like, as far as ARGs go, there's definitely, like, an acceptable way to be a character and play in the space, and then there's, like making your own account and like making puzzles and being like hey i'm i'm part of the plot i know what the gm is doing yeah so one of the games that we played was about a uh a fake um like ghost detective yeah. um and it's one thing if you know when you see him tweet you respond like if he tweets and says like man woke up on the wrong side of the bed it's one thing if you tweet and say, oh, man, that sucks. Like, sorry to hear that, bud. Hope your day gets better. It's another thing if you, like, create a user account and say, like, I'm also a ghost hunter. And today I hunted a ghost. What do you think about this, Gavin? Like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a big difference between the two. Yeah, Game jacking is bad. <laughs> yeah, game jacking is bad, actually. Um, similar to that, and... Part of the problem with game jacking is that it encourages this next thing, which is a segue to the next question. Yeah. Uh, from Jory or No, I'm Jory on Twitter. Uh, is there a certain level of acceptability for ARGs having red herrings or having absurd nonsense to mess with players? And wondering if either of you have experience with any ARGs that got abandoned by players because of a certain line like that being crossed. Um, I don't know. I'm inclined to say that a lot of... ARG players will put up with a lot of nonsense and red herrings. Like the Frog Fractions 2 had a lot of um, unsolved stuff from the beginning that just like never got picked up again. And I don't think in the moment anyone really minded because there was still like a coherent narrative and like things, mm -hmm. they, they were still like able to move forward. So I think kind of as long as you can 
find a way to progress the plot and like move forward with the puzzles and and everything i think players will put up with a lot honestly yeah i i think that there is like there's a fine line between like flavor text and wasting someone's time yeah um i know that there were a couple times in so one of the uh one of the things about the john dies at the end ARGs um one of the drives for that was that every so often we would find a um like a zip file that would contain pages from the next book that was coming out it was a way to to read like the first three chapters or something like that early uh it was pretty cool i think all in all we got like 30 40 pages something like that it was really neat for futuristic violence yeah i think we got like the first five chapters or something like that which was bonkers yeah but with that there were a lot of times where we would we would find a rar file and say like oh this is gonna be it like once we figure out how to open this it's password protected once we figure this one out we, we got it uh and we would focus all of our attention on that rar file and eventually we would find the password and it would open up and it open up to a text file and we open that and it just says butts uh and we try and we look at the butts file and we figure that out and we realize no it's just a text file that says butts we've been played um and it turns out that four days ago we ignored an image on a website that turned into a audio file that had morse code that led to it you know yeah but there was a lot of I I felt like there were a lot of red herrings and a lot of little things like that. Yeah. Uh, But it played into the narrative that was being presented at the time, which was that, like, we were being messed with with we were being messed with by a malevolent AI or, you know, in in those books, there's kind of a meta example of the shadow people that, like, mess with people. So, like, the shadow people are messing with us. They don't want us to get the thing. There's that meta level to where it never felt... um, it felt a little demoralizing and annoying, but um, not enough that I ever got like truly frustrated and needed to step away from the computer. Yeah, and I think there's also like having there's like having dead ends, and there's having like just nothing ever goes anywhere, and you can't like backtrack yeah. and be like, oh, that was what we should have done, and here's how we can actually progress. I you know I personally I like a lot of flavor text. Um, I like. I like that kind of little trinkets and stuff like that that are just small puzzles that get you, you know, uh, it's one thing if you were to do a puzzle that took like 18 steps that involved very complicated code. And at the end of it, at the end of that long step, you got to butts dot (laughs) text. It's another thing if it's just like, oh, hey, on this picture, it looks like there's a little bit of, there's a, you know, a little more stashes and dots at the bottom. I translated that. It took us to a bit.ly. When I open that bit.ly, it's butts.html. Great. Okay. So they got us there. But it did draw our attention to that image. And it turns out that that image, we needed to save it as a wave or we needed to save it as a different, you know, an MP3. Yeah. Um, When it's little things like that, I think that they're great. I think that they're fun. They, They showed the character of the arc through. Um, I wouldn't say that it was a a comedy ARG, but it was a, you know, low stakes, um, fun ARG that people played. And so getting butts.html wasn't always, you know, it was always more funny than it was um, sad because, you know, you wasted like 20 minutes, not four days. And one day we'll do an episode on it. One day we're we're putting some stuff in the works. Um, But yeah. All right, we have one final question. It is from uh, B Bumbler B on Twitter. 
and it is, what do you think is the most impressive thing you've seen an ARG pull off so far, and which ones are you looking forward to covering the most in the future? I personally am looking forward to our eight-part series on Lonely Girl 15. <laughs> I'm personally not looking forward to our eight-part series on Lonely Girl 15 at all. Um, Actually, one of the most impressive things uh, that I've been thinking about recently, because I really want to do an episode on it, is the Perplex City ARG. I don't know how much you know about it, but... Zero. Okay, so the premise was... uh. It w- so it took place in England, but people from all around the world solved it. And the basic premise was that this object uh, from another dimension had gotten stolen and hidden in our dimension. And it was a real object that existed and the players had to solve clues and find it. And it was like buried somewhere on Earth and they had to like actually dig for it. That's and- very cool. Part of the ARG was that they released these decks of cards, and each card had its own puzzle on it that you could solve, and they were like ranked by difficulty. Um, and sometimes, like solving them would let you progress in the ARG, or it would like lead you to a prize. And there is one card in the deck that has never, to this day, been solved. Holy shit! And that's very cool. Yeah, you can actually, there's a website on it, which I believe is run by friend of the show, Lara Hall. Um, and we can link in the show notes when I find it. But uh, basically the card is just a picture of a guy, and the only clue is just find me on it. <laughs> and the the whole puzzle is that you have to find this guy, and... He knows, like, he knows that he's in the picture. He's, like, a friend of one of the developers, I guess. And (laughs) he has, like, a specific passphrase that he will tell you, and then you contact the developers and tell them. And no one has ever been able to find him, and it's been, like, nine years. (laughs) You know that the passcode is just going to be butts.jpg, right? (laughs) That's very cool. Yeah, I think they released like a a hint with like his name but it's like one of the most common names of the japanese language (laughs) (laughs) okay i need to get in on that i gotta find this guy i'm i'm trying to think i've you've you've told me about some really cool stuff so far with args and i'm trying to think of what i think the coolest one was um I don't know. I think that the the concept of Frog Fractions ARG is very cool. Just the idea of, hey, we're going to release a game, and in the meantime, here's something that you can work on, but then that ARG that you work on ends up being the bigger thing than the game itself. I think that's a really cool way to go about releasing a sequel to your game. Yeah. And everything involved with it, um, the puzzles were all neat. It was cool seeing that there was so much... Uh, like so many resources devoted to the game because like people were making little flash games and making, um, you know, music was commissioned for the thing. They got their friends to help make videos. Um, we had, it was very cool. Uh, just this past week, um, one of the developers um, kind of live tweeted our episode on oh, Frog yeah. Fractures Air 2, that was super which cool. was 
it was simultaneously the coolest and most nerve wracking thing I've ever experienced. Um, it was very cool uh, seeing them tweet the whole thing, but um, reading about everything that went into it behind the scenes was really fascinating about how much effort goes into yeah. um, running an ARG. This is a loose metaphor, but I know that I've, I've DM'd a lot of D and D. And so I know that, you know, for every session of D&D that goes into play, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that you have to do. Um, and I can only imagine how much more complex and how deeper that gets when your session of D&D, in quotation marks, is going to last multiple days for whatever this series of clues is going out is. And it's going to involve so many different players and so many different locations and people working around the clock. Um, it's, I, I don't know, ARGs are cool, y'all. Um, they're very arg, cool. Args args are good, actually. <laughs> args are good, actually. We need to make a shirt that says that. Yeah, it's our new tagline. Oh shit! I should say that I'm working on setting up a Teespring store for us. Yeah, Marn is a merch machine. I was like, I said as a joke, it'd be kind of cool if we had some T-shirts or something. And she <laughs> said, Yeah, I already have three designs in the works, and I'm working on a fourth. So, <laughs> oh, I wanted to say. Another ARG that I am looking forward to covering is the Ben Drowned ARG, because I think that you will hate it. Good. Have you heard anything about that one? Uh, I don't think so. Um, judging by the name, I assume that... So we'll get into... Spoiler alert. I do not like this ARG that we are covering this week. Uh... Assuming that the title gets into kind of the same themes as this one, this one really skeeved me out, so I'm very curious about learning about Ben Drowned. Uh, ben Drowned is the one about this guy who finds, like, a haunted uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask cartridge at, like, a yard sale. And that's an ARG? Yes. Okay. I do not know anything about that. I'm curious. It is genuinely one of the ones that has scared me the most, I think, because... Uh, the guy who ran it actually made a hack of Majora's Mask so that he could upload videos of the game being creepy as shit. Holy shit. I think I'm going to change my answer. <laughs> yeah, the coolest thing is a guy hacking a video game so that he could upload YouTube videos for his own ARG. <laughs> People do a lot of... A lot of cool stuff for ARGs. There's the one that's going on right now, which is Pets Cop, which is basically the person running it made an entire like fake PlayStation 2 game and uploads videos of them playing it. <laughs> that's very cool. And it actually looks like a like an old PlayStation game. I wish I had... Man, if I was going to develop a fake PlayStation game, I would just make the PlayStation game and put it on Steam. All right, so shall we get started into, uh, what is it, Sexy Girl Max 2019? Yeah, let's do it. Hello, and welcome to Bed, Bath, and Bionicle, a show where I call Joe my friend Hi. at 7 a.m. my time and talk to them about the wonderful world of Bionicle. Let's mm -hmm. go through a quick quiz, Joe. Mm. Um, tell me, any member of the Toamata? Uh, is that the first one? It's the first one. Uh, Kopaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <coughs> potato. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there you go. That's two. Taco Nuva. You can find more of this riveting information over at Bed Bath & Bionicle Nirvana. on your local podcast app. <laughs> That's not! It's a band! <laughs> 
Eric every Monday. Check us out. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. <laughs> Sexy Girl Max 2019 was a four-day ARG that was run in June 2018. Uh, and it was created by two Tumblr users named Rowan and Rook who were both 15 at the time. And I read an interview with them that I'm, we're probably going to link in the show notes because it's very interesting. Um, I think this is in the interview or they also did like a Q and a in one of the discord channels at the end of the game um, where they said it was originally started as kind of like a, a goof, like, and they didn't intend for there to be like a plot or puzzles or anything. Um, but a lot of people showed so much interest in the blog that they wrote like a plot and stuff like that. And they kind of improved a lot of it. Like they didn't have it all ready to go as soon as they launched, which I thought was interesting. They must have scrambled really quick if it took four days. If yeah. it only lasted that long. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I when I was when I was fifteen, I was spending all of my time on an anime forum devoted to saving the anime One Piece from the four kids dub. Oh my so God. I can't imagine being this productive and cool when I was that age. Well, one of them uh had already run like a pretty popular like Tumblr kind of parody blog where they role played as like a like a anti SJW Tumblr. Okay. <laughs> um so I guess they were they were already used to kind of like this form of like weird Tumblr roleplay. Um I know in high school I ran an ARG, but I don't remember how old I was when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was also for like a class project. Well, y'all are way cooler than I am. I I took like a um I took like a creative writing class and our final was like to make like a, a mixed media narrative, so I just like set up a Tumblr. <laughs> I was <laughs> well, like cool. Hey everyone, please participate in my ARG. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think goes along with your theory of most of ninety nine percent of Indie ARGs being plants. Yeah, I honestly I I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I I I don't know. I I think that like do you think this is a plant? Do you think someone yeah. in here is working for the dungeon master or the you know, the game master? Like I I I don't know. Those questions don't concern me. I'm not very interested in those. I'd rather just like take the game at face value yeah. and say like, well, if one of them is working behind the scenes, it's because they're making a better game. And it's way cooler. Like I, this is off topic, but I know that uh, there was one puzzle that we solved where like we had all like shared our Facebook accounts and stuff like that, and all become friends. And there was one puzzle that we solved where the picture behind it all was made up of our profile images oh, yeah. on Facebook, all mashed together. And it was one of the creepiest moments I've ever had in an ARG. In that kind of moment couldn't happen if there wasn't some kind of DM check in, but. It was so cool and so creepy and so well done that, like, I don't know. I I wouldn't want to give that up just for like purity. Yeah, in the in the third uh, John dies at the end ARG, there was a bit that took audio from like a video that was up on my personal YouTube channel and put it oh, in a puzzle. Geez. That's very funny. I do think part of that is that we were a very 
close-knit community yeah. and that like everyone involved had been doing them for like two or three different games at that time so like it's one thing if you take a stranger that's new to the game and their audio becomes the audio in the puzzle it's another thing if it's like a veteran who was an intern in the last arg yeah all right so sexy girl max 2019 so how far yeah. how far did you get in so this? this one's really weird because I um I didn't find anything that really looked like a puzzle. I found a couple websites that it, it looked like I could have logged into if I had found a username and password, but I didn't find any like puzzle puzzles. Um I just found a bunch of like images that you clicked on and went deeper and deeper into this really creepy Neo Cities website and uh, I did not get very far because it creeped me out and I was looking at it at like midnight. Yeah. Um, I will say that a lot of this ARG doesn't, didn't have like a lot of traditional puzzles. There was a lot of use of SSTV, which I don't think we've done an ARG that has had that so far. So we'll probably talk a little bit about what that is, but, um, a lot of it was kind of interacting with the characters to find out information and then kind of putting the information together to figure out like what the big picture of what the players needed to accomplish was. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, without those characters active and without, I feel like I might've seen some of the, uh, the aftermath of interacting with those characters and yeah. what came from it, but I didn't, I didn't get a chance to interact with them on my own, obviously. Yeah. Um, and even though this ARG was four days long, there was a lot of information that was discovered pretty much every single day. So we might get a little bit scattered, but we're going to get into it. Okay. Um, so you started me off with the weirdest thing, uh, which is that you sent me a fake private message and just kind of said, hey, imagine you got this on Tumblr. Yes. Uh, and that was a message that said, was it, hey, P-Brain, can you teleport? Yes. Uh, hey, P-Brain, can you teleport? And a bit.ly link. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least a link to a, um, to a Tumblr page. Uh, and in Tumblr, like, that's a pretty common thing to get uh, and it, from Sexy Girl Max 2019. Um, and on Tumblr, it's pretty common that you would get, like, a fake chat bot trying to message you to try and, you know, steal your password and scam you, basically. Yeah. So, I could definitely understand if people didn't follow up on this when it first came out. Um, especially because when you click on the link that they gave you, it sends you to an untitled Tumblr page, sexygirlmax2019.tumblr.com, to a specific post that just has a bit.ly link and says, links below, click to meet in your area. And like I was saying before, this is where I would have stopped if I didn't know that this was a game. Uh-huh. Uh, because that is a, that's a virus. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm internet savvy enough to know that that is a virus. Um, but I continued on and it got worse. I wish it had downloaded a virus. Um, instead, what it sent me to is a website, max2019.neocities.org, that just says at the top, H-U-R-L, hurl, with, like, periods at the end of each one. Then it says, A simple army roams the plains, a lover cries out to my name. When heaven falls and kingdom come, all no limbo will be done. Click here to instantly transport. And then there is an arrow, 
and a picture of like the top corner of a woman. That's not the way that you describe people. Like <laughs> half of her face and the shoulder, um, and she is shirtless, but like you don't see any, you know, anything. The top um, corner of a woman. Yeah, uh, you know the the top right corner of her. Um, and then so there is a picture of her that goes to that website slash seraphim, which is a type of angel. There's a link next to it that says see me here uh that's the same site that says documentation there is a camera that is says it's temporarily unavailable was that active when the game started like um, could you see something on that camera not when it started but there were certain points when it was active yeah okay um and then under it it says can anyone hear me i'm so sick broadcasting anita can you see her i'm so sick I can't let you see her anymore. Anita's room is painted pink and always full of light. And then there are links that say, hear me here, smell me here, touch and talk to me here, and remember Anita. Um, those links all go to different websites and different... Um, one of them is just, it says hearme.html, and it's just the words I'm so sick repeated over and over again. Um, oh, and there's a flash link for what looks like a Vokaroo file, but yeah. it doesn't look like that works anymore. I don't know if it did before, um, but I guess that file's expired or something. Uh, um, yeah, I think I think it did work before, but it's probably expired. Okay. Uh, there is a different one that le- <laughs> a different link that goes to sceneteens.tumblr.com. Yes, a post. A post that says sickness stench is one of the most evil things a being can produce. The online equivalent of sickness stench is nothing an angel could ever produce unless they were trapped in limbo. Uh, Sickness stench includes some of the following experiences. Dizziness, nausea, black spots, wet spots, screaming, hitting. If you can't get a hold of yourself, contact your guardian angel. Pray. So that's fun. Uh, and then the third one is to another Tumblr post to a website called uh, lovely5500.tumblr.com. And it is a video that profoundly creeps me out. Um, the video itself has a weird ringing noise in the background and a, a picture of a video on a television. Uh, not a picture, a video of a television that has what looks like a person wrapped in, like, if you wrapped a person in a green screen blanket really tightly, and then they, like, got up really close to the camera and pushed their face against it like they were trying to break out of the TV. And then you put a bunch of clouds over the green screen. It's a very creepy effect. It is very... I I do not like it at all. The audio in the background being just a bunch of random ringing does not help. Um... Ringing like an old digital phone, not like a bell or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so those are all pretty static links as far as I can see. But the the picture of the corner of the woman takes you to a bunch of websites that are... Um, so it just takes you to a bunch of links that have different pictures of them. Um, and all of the names are very weird. The first one is called Seraphim. It's a woman sitting on top of a car. Uh, the next one is Cherubim, um, which is a picture of like static fake TV. Uh, all of these say click here to instantly. 
uh, above them in just regular text. But you go deeper, you go to first sphere slash thrones, you go to second sphere slash dominions.html. You keep clicking, you get to a bunch of eyes staring at you. Uh, you get hurl, hierarchy of uniform resource locators, and another picture of a girl. This one's second sphere powers. And then you get images that start to degrade every time you click on them. Um, and they start to get deeper and deeper and creepier and creepier. And then you get to one that says connection lost. You click through there and you see uh, a website, third sphere, principalities.html. Struggle with thy doubts. Cast them aside. Forsake not thy faith. Sickness will not take thee. So you start to see gifts that are starting to like warp and go out of focus of old um, paintings. The first one is a painting that I recognize but don't know the name of. It's um, the scene in the Bible where a guy literally wrestles with an angel. Um, I think it's Peter. I'm. It's been a while since I've been to Sunday school. I apologize. It's, um, uh, it's Jacob. It's Jacob. I'm way off. Um, the angel's like flicking in and out of the gif. Uh, the second one is a picture of a woman praying to an angel but it keeps getting interspersed with image that i think is of a car crash it it's such a small frame that i can't tell quite enough to make it out um the third is an angel leaving a bunch of kids um and then it leads through to the main page for lovely five five zero zero dot tumblr.com so that's where I uh, kind of stopped. I kept poking through a little bit. I found a couple videos, but nothing I understood. And I feel like if we just, if you talk about them, they'll make a lot more sense than me trying to talk about them. Yeah. Um, but long story short, it starts off with a bunch of really creepy pictures that lead you through to a Tumblr account. And I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty much the first thing that everyone found. Um, not all of the text was there. But um, they got the DM that was like, hey, pea brain, you teleport, and then got the sexy girl Max Tumblr link, and then the Neo Cities link, and then they clicked all the way through to the lovely 5500 Tumblr. Uh, there, were, there was some weird stuff in the source code of the website that I think is still there. Um, yeah, on the on the page with uh the angel and the the little children, there's stuff in the source code that says "found you" and also being present for a child's growth and development is very important. Okay, I must have. Okay, I I kept checking stuff, and I guess I gave up on source code by the time I got to that point. So they get to the lovely 5500 blog, which is the blog of this girl named Anita. And um, she is becoming active again on Tumblr after six months of inactivity. Uh, and she is she makes a post that's like, why are so many people messaging me? I'm confused. Uh, she makes another post that says that she's sick, but her mother won't take her to the doctor. And that her computer uh, must have, like, a virus or something because some of the words and phrases on her blog are, like, in corrupted text. Okay. Um, and she makes a post saying, like, I don't know what Enrix is. And so 
the bit.ly URLs on Sexy Girl Max originally directed to this website called Enrix, which was for a older ARG. Um, okay. That was about, like, it's just, like, a website about this, like, fictional disease called Enrix, and, like, as you go through the website, it becomes more and more corrupted. Um, I think... Okay. I think the um, GMs just kind of confirmed that it was a, like, Easter egg. Cool. Yep. Um... More stuff gets found on the uh, Sexy Girl Max um, Neo Cities. There are uh, the Vokaroo links uh, on some of the pages that I think are all now defunct. Uh, some of them play SSTV messages. Uh, SSTV is basically this form of audio code where it's a really like shrill like dial-up sound, but you run it through a certain program and it spits out an image. Huh. Okay. I know we did a couple of them with the Blink Network ARG, but it's always really hard to make them work because the programs that you have to run them through can be kind of testy. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's one that oh um, i just looked up a sample of that that's very unpleasant okay yeah uh yeah the, I'm, not, I'm not gonna use that as the transition uh audio like i thought <laughs> i would <laughs> yeah don't do that uh one of the people playing it sends anita an ask with the like struggle with thy doubts poem from the website and she says who are you where did you get this from she then makes another post hmm. that says, I don't know how you got that. My grandpa was sick and he got a poem. Huh. Ar- around the same time, uh, the Sexy Girl Max Tumblr starts replying to private messages saying that someone named Celeste is dead and repeating the word mourning. Uh, Celeste is confirmed to be that corrupted picture of the angel on the on the Neo Cities. Okay. Um, and is kind of like a, a character in this ARG, even though she is absent because she's dead. Um, Anita makes a post confirming that her grandfather is dead and says that she went to the Enrix page and looked at a thread about it. She says, all I know is I'm sick. I have a rash and a cough and I'm tired. I'm so confused. I want to take a nap and wake up and figure it out. I don't know where Max is, and I don't know who Celeste is. And All right. So right now we have... So, just to sum everything up. Yes. Anita is a girl who's on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, her, Tumblr. Her, on, on Tumblr. Uh, her Tumblr message is, I'm Anita, I'm 15, and I love you, heart sign. Um, yes. She is sick. She just had a grandfather who died. Also, there is seemingly an angel named celeste who died and someone or something is in mourning uh, as you can tell and do we know who max is or is max just an account that we've found um we know that anita knows max somehow okay and she misses max yes okay. uh she changes a gif on her about page to a gif of like an angel statue 
and um, the NeoCities site updates uh, the second circle page, the eyes change to prying eyes, and it has the caption interrupted. Okay, so all of these um, these images weren't here this whole time. Yeah. These were all added as the game has gone on. Yes. Okay. Um, a new Vokaroo link gets posted on the third circle page uh, with the caption, she's sick, she's sick, she's sick, like repeating. Uh, it's a SSTV that gives the viewers uh, a like a, a, a bit.ly link, I think. It's a shortened link uh, that leads to a imager picture that I'm trying to copy so I can paste into Discord because it's very funny. Okay. Oh, it's, gonna, it's really going to make me take a screen cap, huh? Um, it leads <laughs> to... It leads to an imager link of this, like, deep-fried meme that kind of became a meme among the people who are solving it, because it's cut off on the bottom. Okay, so, like, a deep-fried angel. I need to get to Anita before she ends up like Celeste is cut off. Okay. Um, but But it's cut off on the bottom, and it looks like someone who doesn't really know how to use, like, a meme generator made it. So it's, like, unintentionally very funny. So Anita had a link on her blog that had that just went to, like, a live stream of kittens. Um, and then it changed to uh, a link that just said, she's going to find me soon. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I much prefer the kittens. Uh, and then the third circle page that had the Vokaroo link changed again with a link that said, there's no one in sight, okay? Hurry. Uh, and the link went to a hidden page on the website called Day One, which was kind of like updates. And it was originally completely blank, and then all the text that you see there uh, updated later. Okay, it says, I saw Anita. I updated Scene Teen's blog for productivity. Anita's symptoms are not related, but she will see death too if I cannot get to Earth Sphere. The eye of Hurl is ever so watchful. I saw death today. Thank you for listening. Yes. Not recorded well enough. I spoke into my microphone again, and I will embed it here. Mood. Uh, limbo is so hot. Resurfacing from the second circle was, quote, the hardest thing I have ever done. Quote, uh, I'm being pushed down. I'm being pushed down, but I will not allow myself to sink. Okay. Um, this, this is like an angel posting. Yeah. This is, so none of that text was there yet. It was just like a totally blank page. This okay. is where the first kind of game jacking happens where someone made like a blank blog and started sending Anita like weird asks and then people messaged okay. them. Sure. Because if you don't have much to go off of and the one person is getting messaged and answered, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And people were, like, sending them messages, and they were like, I teleport, too, and, like, being extremely unhelpful. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're finally getting Tumblr famous, you might as well make the best of it, right? <laughs> um, someone asked Max, uh, Max, what do you know of the Tumblr world? What is the extent of your internet experience? And Max, from the sexy girl Max Tumblr, says... 
be quiet. Angels are inherent to the web. I'm sick. (laughs) In my experience, angels are not inherent to the web. (laughs) But she's sick too? Yeah. So Max is an angel that is sick. Anita is a girl who is sick. Yes. Grandpa is dead and he was sick. And is that everyone? Celeste And there's is... a person that's faking and pretending that they're part of the game. Yeah. And, and also Celeste, Celeste is dead. Is yeah. Dead. Um, someone asks Anita why she likes angels so much. She said, makes me happy. Yeah, she's got a lot of... I'm looking through her, her Tumblr page. There are a lot of, like, pictures of angel bear yeah. beanie babies. Yeah. Y'all know the ones I'm talking about? The... Bears with wings. Um, there's a lot of those on the site. Yes. In addition to just a bunch of cute animals. This is a cute Tumblr if you ignore all the I'm sick, <laughs> I feel worse. And all of the like d- broken text where you make text look like it's something out of an Eldritch Horror book. Yeah. If you ignore all that, it's a very cute Tumblr. Uh, she made another post that said, I can't get to her. And then uh, they just... They discover another SSTV on the front page of the website that decodes to be an image that says Matthew 9.18, which is a Bible passage about Jesus healing a sick girl. Okay. Uh, The See Me Here link appears for the first time on the main page and has uh, that and has like that weird picture of like what looks like someone's ceiling with like a light bulb in the corner. Uh Yeah, there's there's three pictures on this site. There's one that looks like a ceiling with a light bulb. There's one that looks like a a nighttime view of a cloudy sky. Yeah. Um with some I, I can't tell if there are like creepy lights in it or if those lights are just part of the clouds. That's the thing about ARGs. You never know if something's related or not. <laughs> um and then a personal prayer. Uh, in church, we read a lot of prayers from the Bible. Why not be able to write your own? Write your very own prayer or poem to Jesus in the lines below. And it looks like someone's written one that says, A simple army a simple army roams the plains. A lover cries out to my name. When heaven falls and kingdom come, I'll know limbo will be done. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Not creepy at all. Wonderful. Limbo will be done. So the the hear me and see me links go up. The hear me link had that um had that vocaroo that uh I think they solved at some point, but not right away. Uh and then the see me link also had a live stream that was mostly turned off except for extremely briefly there was a shot of anita in her room and then it uploaded um it updated with the text that says like i can't let you see her anymore anita's room is painted pink and always full of light okay and that's what's on the website now yeah that's okay and then anita says, posts, can anyone hear me i'm so sick broadcasting anita can you see her i'm so sick i can't let you see her anymore Painted pink, always full of light. Yep. And the Hear Me Here link has that. It also has, I just want to be clear, it has a bunch of lines that just say, I'm so sick, I'm so sick, I'm so sick, I'm so sick, I'm so sick. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, and around the same time, the live stream went kind of up and down very quickly. Uh, Anita posted on Tumblr that said, my room is so dark. And then Max posts uh, about an hour later and says, her room should not be dark. She is in danger. Click below to instantly transport. And then it's, and then there's no link there. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that says click below to transport or click here and they aren't links. Yeah. It's very frustrating. As a QA person, it makes me think that I need to put in a ticket. (laughs) And then Anita's blog starts posting from like her queue, implying that either she went to bed or she's no longer online at the at the moment. Okay. Um, Because on... I don't know how, how much you know about Tumblr, but you can queue your blog to post or, like, reblog stuff a certain amount of times a day. Um, yes. Yeah. And on Anita's, I think they're all tagged as queue, so people knew when she was posting from her queue. Okay. There was kind of a downtime period while Anita was posting from her cue when people were mostly just kind of like theorizing about the ARG so far. Uh, there was another game jack <laughs> from someone using the URL hot hot girls webcams. Okay. And like sending people stuff in ROT 13. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's clear game jacking. That's not cool. Yeah. All right. A lot of these cute posts are like. They go from cute animals to, like, skies opening up. Yeah. Okay. What day are we in, Mart? This is a four-day ARG with a lot happening. When yes. are we? We are basically at midnight on day two, um, or around that time. Kind of, like, one or two in the morning uh, is when... Okay. Midnight going into day two, or midnight coming out of day two? Midnight going into day two. Okay. This, that's all been a day? Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Anita's blogs are posting from a queue. People are trying to solve the weird Vokaroo link. Uh, and that runs throughout the night. Uh, they theorize that uh, HURL being the hierarchy of URLs ties in with the hierarchy of angels. Um, okay. And that, like, teleporting is angels traveling through the internet. As they do? As, you know, as they do. Yeah, cherubim and seraphim surf on the web. It's like a bunch of tubes. Yeah. It's not a truck. Oh, so before this happens, uh, the day one page updates to have all of the posts that you read before. All of the stuff about, like, updated scene teens blog... Limbo is so hot. Resurfacing from the second circle is the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, Okay. People find the Scene Teens blog, but there's not that much on it so far. There's just that post that you read about the sickness stench. Yeah. Um, And they kind of disregard it for the time being. Okay. Uh, Around 11 in the morning, Anita posts, Good morning, I feel worse. Oh no. And then the link that went to She's Coming changed to be I Can't See Her. Oh, that's probably better, right? Yeah. 
if a bunch of angels say that she's coming and then they're like actually she's not like that means right she's staying alive yeah okay that's good uh the neo city source code uploaded to link to a paste bin filled with code for what they thought was a image file uh it apparently turned out to be multiple gifs um but they couldn't figure out what the gif was supposed to be so they back searched through um recent posts on the gif maker website that they found in the file <laughs> and they found it that way which is insane and smart they just brute forced and were like show me all the gifs that were made in the past 24 hours yeah and they just found the jesus okay it's like a glitter graphic of a girl and like a a, a pink and white beanie baby and it says, we want to live pure, we want to live clean, we want to live sweetly, submitting to authority, leaving to God the rest. That's the Kingdom Hearts theme song, right? <laughs> it's from, like, a church hymn, apparently. Okay, it's close enough. And then they compared uh, the, I guess, like, the text file of that GIF to the text file that they got, and it looked basically the same. And they were like, okay. yeah, this is almost certainly what that code is. We cracked okay. it, kind of. Good work, team. We brute forced it, but <laughs> sometimes you just gotta brute force it to get the job done. Um, Anita posted, I haven't gone anywhere in corrupted text. That's good. And then a couple, like about 15 minutes later, said, thanks everyone for your kind words. I wasn't told to go anywhere, so I haven't. Uh, some okay. people note that no one has told Anita where to go, and they wonder if maybe they should start trying to figure out how to unite her and Max. Okay, don't we... Don't we not want to unite her with an angel? Well, they, they're not sure, because... Uh, Kind of the 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 crowd theorization at this point is that maybe Max is Anita's guardian angel and is trying to reunite with her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, this angel's looking for a girl that's supposed to be coming her way. She can't see her now. Like, I don't know. If an angel's looking for me, I'm going to run. <laughs> yeah, people think that Max is Anita's guardian angel who is trapped in limbo and is sick as a result of being in limbo, as it said on okay. the Scene Teens blog, and that that is what gotcha. is making Anita sick. Okay, so they're, like, linked. Yeah. So she doesn't have the sickness that was from the other game. She's got angel limbo disease. Yeah. Through a link to an angel. Okay, that theory makes as much sense as anything else. <laughs> um. So... They start wondering if they should lead Anita to, like, the Max 2019 Neo Cities. Um, I, I think a couple of, a couple of people message her and are like, you should, you should teleport, or you should learn how to teleport, and they get pretty much nowhere <laughs> with that. Uh, she starts posting, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, in, uh, corrupted text, and she posts just the word trying in corrupted text. 
Okay. The Neo Cities page updates with just the word hello on the main page. Huh. And no one quite knows who it's from. <laughs> Probably Max, right? Uh possibly, yeah. And then um and then the Neo Cities links to the Scene Teens blog, uh, which I think a couple of people had already discovered because of the what it says on day one of like updated scene teens uh and it said smell me here and then it had the sickness stench uh post okay and yeah the most evil thing of being can produce okay yeah um okay so max has the sickness stench because she's an angel that is trapped in limbo because of that anita has the disease and she's posting and saying i'm sick i can't find max and they're trying to unite these two together. Yes. Okay. Uh, and people start connecting, like, the corrupted images with the the sickness, like, Anita's corrupted text and the, like, corrupted angel image on the website. Um, and they start kind of gradually figuring out that this is what it, what this is. And also because... Okay. And also because Max keeps replying to everyone's, uh messages just saying i'm sick and they haven't really gotten anywhere with max aside from that (laughs) around 10 in the evening uh anita posts that freaky video with the person wiggling in the television yeah i will include a link to that for your sake but i will not watch it again (laughs) yeah Um, that's to the audience you're welcome the things i do for you guys uh, it also goes up on the Neo Cities. Uh, people get that the audio is SSTV, but it's kind of too quiet and like corrupted to decode properly. Gotcha. That's what I was thinking when you sent that link, but it sounded too slow. Yeah. Yeah. They theorize that the video is a video of Max trying to reach Anita, and they figure out that it. The figure in the video matches up with, uh, on the page, like the Seraphim page, there's a reflection in a win in like the window of the car, and they figure out that it's a distorted version of that reflection. Um, someone messages Anita and says that they can't hear the TV just to kind of let the uh, game devs know that they're having trouble with the um, SSTV puzzle. Okay. Oh, apparently this is when the day one page starts updating, weirdly, even though it's on day two. Huh. Um, I thought it was at the end of day one, but maybe not. Oh yeah, this is when the this is when the day one page updates to say not recorded well enough. I spoke into my microphone again and I will embed it here to let the players know that um that they are working on a solution to okay. the SSTV not being good. Just like it is an audio puzzle. It's our bad that the audio is bad on this one. Give me a minute. Yeah, basically. Um and it establishes that angels communicate in SSTV, which is wild. <laughs> So that's the story where the, the angels come down to the shepherds and say, like, look, unto you a child is born. Uh, 
they actually just like opened their mouth and screeching beeps came out oh my god which honestly matches up closer to the description of angels that i've always seen can you imagine instead of like just a bunch of people instead of people with robes it's like a ball with 18 wings and shit like that yeah. that just beeps <laughs> yeah that checks out like i believe that more than i believe in people with robes and wings and halos God, the idea of angels just beeping to communicate is very funny. <laughs> just like screeching beeps too, not yeah. just like beep beep beep. <laughs> okay, so she's yeah, recording into her microphone. That and the so and it's SSTV, which means that like there's a translation of what they say. Sorry, I'm going a little too deep in this. But like every time an angel talks, it makes a picture. Yes. Okay, yeah, that, okay. They speak, they speak in two dimensions. That makes sense. People, uh, re- read over the scene teens post again and realize that it says contact your guardian angel and pray. So people DM Anita and tell her to pray. And she makes a post that says praying. Okay. The SSTV turns out to be like clip art of a frog. Uh, and Anita has previously posted pictures of frogs on her in like her queue uh mm-hmm. and people figure that it's a symbol of like sickness like the 10 plagues and okay. they yeah. also find that all of the capital letters in the day one page uh are an anagram for death ritual cool and Max- that's what i want to hear and Max uh, mentions privately to a couple of people that mourning is a death ritual. Okay. Uh, someone sends an ask to Anita and says, who is attacking you? And she says, sickness. Yep. The flu. Uh, scene teens posts for the first time and says, hi, everyone. I wanted to use my site a while ago to spread my knowledge, but it didn't take off immediately. So I quit. I have read your messages. Okay. A mass sighting has occurred. Joyous. I will post some artifacts of knowledge I have found in the years spanning my life. Okay. And then uh, a couple minutes later, scene teens and Max start saying, Hurl is watching to everyone they're talking to. And just repeating that. Okay. Hurl, H-U-R-L. That's showing up on a lot of sites now. Yes. Uh, The hierarchy of URLs. Uh, oh my god yeah okay yes uh scene teens posts and says angels from every sphere will most often communicate through the internet because the internet is inherent to them the use of resource implemented in the web allows for easy access to communication sstv signals allow angels to project an image that would normally in the presence of an angel be pictured in your mind Imagine a Christmas tree and nothing else without closing your eyes for at least 30 seconds. I lost it. (laughs) So angels are constantly online and always shrieking, which makes me wonder why they're using Tumblr for their ARG, because Twitter is a much more appropriate medium. God, it's true. It is very funny that apparently angels used to communicate telepathically by just sending the image mentally but then they had to adapt to SSTV <laughs> they used to send it and then they were like oh thank god these guys finally hooked up Wi-Fi. <laughs> now I can just spam this to a monitor yeah 
Uh, and then Scene Teen says, Angels can be defined as uniform resource locators, which URLs. confirms that, yeah, angels are URLs. Okay. What's your favorite URL, Marn? Because my favorite angel is tacodog.net. Oh my god. Tacodog.net is one of my recommendations for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my other favorite URL is patreon.com, which, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> what a- which angel do you think lives at patreon.com? <laughs> it's a real bad one. It's If it's anything like me, it's a real lazy angel. It's supposed to be doing angel duties, but it's just playing a lot of Sekiro instead. Oh my god. The day one page updates and says... Hierarchy of uniform resource locators. I have to delete this before it is seen. Hurl is watching from, uh, and then okay. I think that gets deleted later. Yeah, I don't see it here. So Yeah. So the angels don't like that we know about angels being online. Yes. And I guess that Max is working kind of behind Hurl's back to try and reconnect with Anita. Yeah, and also there's now Scene Teens, who is kind of like this archivist who's like posting facts about angels. Yeah, a random third party person that knows a lot about angels that they don't that they don't want you to know. Okay. And so Scene Teens posts again and says, Everybody has a guardian angel, but you all probably knew that. Look behind okay. your shoulder. You won't be able to see them, but they will hold your neck. They will hold your neck and feel your human pulse. Let them ground themselves. Sometimes Fuck. you will hear your name being called. Okay. Okay, Marn. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for telling me about the strangling angels that check my pulse. <laughs> and are the reason that I think that my name is being called sometimes. Good to know. Yeah, you know, sometimes your guardian angel just wants to feel your human pulse. Yeah, sometimes they want to hold my neck. <laughs> what happens next, Marn? People message Anita to look over her shoulder, thinking that they will help her find Max that way. Uh, and the... Surprise, that... I was here the whole time. Good work, everyone. <laughs> Good game. Good game. Oh, that weird picture of the clouds goes up on the Neo Cities, and they up the brightness... And they find kind of like these weird red spots in the sky and suspect that they're supposed to be like the angel eye graphics that are on other pages of the Neo Cities. Okay. And that's Hurl always watching, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone tells Anita to change her Tumblr URL and she says she won't be able to find me, referring to Max. Okay, yeah, that happens when I know when people change their URLs, I forget who they are, and I usually unfollow them. Yeah, uh, someone messages Scene Teens trying to find out who they are, and Scene Teen says, "Hi, I'm from Earth. Best regards." <laughs> okay, yeah, that's not creepy. That's not yeah, you know. I believe them. Someone sends uh, the image of the SSTV from that creepy video to Anita and says. Max tried to send you a frog, and Anita says, thank you. Uh, <laughs> That's pleasant. Anita's about page gif changes from, like, the dancing angel to, like, a ZZZ indicating that she is probably asleep. Okay. Uh, and that is the end of day 
two of the ARG. That is a lot for two days. Yes. Then we go into day three, which is kind of like more day two. This is, I would consider like more day two stuff because sure, it, picking up where day two left off. Yeah, because basically it day two ended at like 11.58 and then stuff started happening again at like 12.01. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we're just separating it for like time's sake, not necessarily yeah, content-wise. Yeah. Okay. Um, Scene Teens posts again and says, Angels in Danger will go under the guise of popular internet archetypes to communicate while going under the radar of angels in higher spheres. Uh, which explains why Max is hiding as a porn blog. Oh, okay. I I misunderstood that when I just read it, and I thought that it meant that angels were disguising themselves as memes. <laughs> I was going to ask you, what, what meme is your guardian angel, Marn? With my interpretation. Uh, I think my guardian angel is the it was me, Barry meme. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What what meme is your guardian yeah, angel? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Sorry, I wasn't like trying to bait you into asking me. I honest man, what what meme would my guardian angel be? I'd hope it's probably like roundabout. Oh my god! Like, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's probably like oh shit, something's about to happen. I need to fucking drop everything and take care of that. Like that sounds like my guardian angel. <laughs> Just like ah fuck yes is playing. Um, that's probably my guy. Good. There, so so every every robocaller, every porn blog, everything like that are angels trying to communicate without alerting the authorities. Well, it's only internet archetypes, so like mostly porn blogs. <laughs> Next time I get a porn blog that follows me on Twitter, I'll send a message and say like, "Hey, thanks for looking out." <laughs> uh, someone sends uh scene teens a message that says do you have a pulse can you hear your name and scene teen says hi there yes best regards <laughs> someone else sends a yep. message that says hi where on earth are you from scene teen says hi i don't know who you are or why you want to know sorry best regards <laughs> <laughs> so scene teen it's one of us and we're good to go. Yeah, Scene Teens is very like, hello, fellow humans. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Scene Teens. Scene Teens. I have is a like... hunch. I have a hunch on who Scene Teens actually is. Uh, but I like I like Scene Teens at the moment. Scene Teens is my favorite character in this entire energy. <laughs> I love them so much. Uh, they po- they make another post at twelve thirteen a.m. that says. Telephone calls are hotspots for guardian angels to converge, record, and communicate. Okay. And, Not sure what that means, but I'll take your word for it. And they find a new Vokaru uh, link embedded in the day one page. Uh, okay. It sounds like either... Oh, no, it sounds like a per- like a person screaming. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Okay. Well, there's our yeah. second transition sound. Yeah. We've got screeching SSTV links. We've got a person screaming. Okay. Yeah, so they they don't think it's SSTV. They think that it is, in fact, just, like, someone screaming. Cool. Someone messages 
Scene Teens and says, Do you know if I can talk to an angel? Scene Teens says, Hi there, expose your neck. Jesus, okay. <laughs> okay, so they're an angel. Because they want to check your pulse. Yeah. Okay. That lines up with my theory on who Scene Teens is. The site code changes again to have another Vokaroo link. It translates into the same uh, image that has the the same the link to the um, deep fried angel meme that says I need to find Anita. Okay. Uh, someone messages Scene Teens and says, "Should we look to the cl- the clouds or should we pray?" Scene Teens says. Hi there, when the sun rises and you stand on your porch and breathe in summer air, look at the clouds. Best regards. Okay. And they ask Scene Teens, if an angel is sick, does it affect their human? Scene Teens says, hi, yes. I will post more information on this for the masses later. Best regards. Okay, so we're confirming stuff. Sounds good. Uh, The Discord people working on this find that the... uh, the hurl eyes are actually in the cloud image if you lighten it enough and kind of mess with it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Max posts a blog, a blog post that says interrupted sexies. Okay. Some new text gets added to day one, which is the resurfacing from the second circle was the hardest thing I've ever done. I'm being pushed down. I will not allow myself to sink. Uh, People speculate that Max is in hell attempting to escape. Hell yeah, keep fighting, Max. Yeah. Uh, They speculate that Max has kind of gotten up out of hell into limbo and is stuck there, maybe. Okay. And Anita's blog is posting cats from a queue. (laughs) (laughs) Some help she is. Uh, at one fifty one a.m., she posts and says, uh, "Someone has sent her an ask that says, find your guardian angel.'" And she says, "Trying." Okay. Uh, and then she posts so again. She, and... So she knows that she has a guardian angel. Yeah. Uh, and she posts again to say her computer is out of commission, so she's only on her phone. And that she's okay. trying to figure out what happened to her computer. Uh, and she says, I'm still really tired. Thanks for trying to help. Uh, people theorize that since her angel is sick and connected to the internet, her technology might stop working. Okay. that's feels kind of like a deep cut, but that's cool. And they send that to her and say, look at the clouds, Anita. And she posts a picture of the sky and says, clouds as requested. Okay. Uh, Someone points out that when you look up to look at the clouds, you expose your neck. That's true. You gotta protect Um, your neck. At 2.27pm on the third day... Uh, the Neo Cities updates with the Remember Anita link. Uh, it leads to a page called Internet Connections that is originally blank, but then it starts updating with uh, dates that are also links, and they're just links to memes. It's called Anita and Max's Internet Memories. It's kind of like a time capsule for me, if I'm being real honest. 
Yeah. This really brings me back to like middle school. Yeah, Carmel dancing. The impossible quiz. The annoying orange. God, this is deep cuts directly to middle school. Oh, are you lesbian, bi, or straight? Teen girls only. I shouldn't be looking there. <laughs> Webkins, Minecraft. Nyan Cat for 10 hours. Okay. I'm not planning on going through this whole list. What am I, what, what, which one should I click on, Marn? Is there anything worth clicking? Um, one of them is a Homestuck fan fiction. Oh my god, I'm good to not click on that one, let me tell you. <laughs> um, I'm scrolling to the bottom of this list in the, in the, um, in the dock that I'm in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll link this if y'all want to look, but... And then at the bottom of the page it says, This is truly the experience of a contemporary guardian angel. <laughs> um, and a vocaroo gets linked uh, that is just to a, a song from Minecraft. Okay. And people figure out that it's kind of like a timeline of like, stuff Anita did on the internet in her life and probably stuff that Max got to witness through being like an internet angel. Uh, someone sends Anita an ask that says, are you alive? And she says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. It's, it's good that she's not like sick enough that people think that, or that sick enough that like she thinks she's going to die. That's yeah. good. Uh, so they, people start sending her messages that say, like, we got this link that says, like, remember Anita? Is there something that you need to remember? And they start asking Max the same thing. Uh, the players decide around this point that they are going to try and help Anita before they try to help Max. Uh, because Anita's situation seems more immediate. So they okay. resolve that they they're gonna focus their efforts on Anita for the time being. It doesn't sound like the right choice, but it is the choice they're making, so I'll respect it. <laughs> Someone asks uh, Scene Teens how to cure the sickness stench, and Scene Teen says, "Hi there. When you are trapped in limbo, you fall ill. You develop sickness stench because of your illness. You need to stop being sick to get rid of sickness stench." best regards <laughs> yeah that'll do it so it pretty much confirms that they have to find a way to get max out of limbo okay uh scene teens contacts someone who they have been messaging to ask if max is the name of the mass sighting and that person says yes max is the name of one of the angels uh scene teen says thank you best regards and the Discord people are like, uh, did we fuck up by telling that to scene teens? <laughs> uh, Anita posts and says, I remember, thank you, and tags it. Kind of sad now, it's very nostalgic. And then she okay. posts a link to the internet connections page with the tags sent to me. I remember these. She was there the whole time. Thank you. Aww. I know. So Anita remem Anita gets sent the uh, the internet memories, 
And he's like, oh, Max was there the whole time. I remember now, which is very cute. Yeah. Someone asks Anita how she's feeling. Uh, She says, happy, but attacks are back. Not sure why the text is messing up on my phone, too, because her text is still corrupted. (laughs) Uh, Someone tells her that the sickness is probably because of Max being her guardian angel and also being sick. Uh, And she responds with just like a frowny face. (laughs) Uh, She confirms that her grandfather died in April. um, Which I think people were speculating because the internet memories page like skips over April Mm. in like... 2018. That's that's sad, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, someone messages Scene Teens that says, I want to see my best friend's guardian angel. I want to see if he's a good one. Scene Teen says, Hi again. I haven't associated with your friend. Sorry. I've never seen a guardian angel before with my human eyes, but I have made communication with them over the internet. Best regards. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing happens around this time, which is Someone sends Scene Teens a Tumblr ask that says, Why is your URL Scene Teens? And Scene says, I'm seen? It's a lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) I like Scene Teens. One of my friends' uh, display names on Skype has been, I'm seen? It's a lifestyle for over a year. (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny it's so good uh at 7 30 p.m on this day uh the neo cities makes a page called day two but there's nothing on it yet okay uh scene gets an ask that says are you an angel and they reply i don't associate with hurl okay 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 I think this is Lucifer. I got really? a big I got I I think so. An angel cast out. It doesn't it knows a lot about angels, but doesn't associate with them anymore. Like there's a guy that did that. We all know him. That's interesting. That maybe... That's my that's my hunch for like I don't associate with them. That's such an interesting like reading of this. I would I'd never thought about that when I was reading over all this stuff or actually playing the ARG. I don't think anyone ever brought that up, but I bet but I bet you might be right. <laughs> Hell I'm good at ARGs, Marn. You're good at ARGs. I'm, I'm really good at ARGs. You're good I'm at I'm very criti- good at hindsight <laughs> ARGs. You're good at critical readings of ARG plots. Yeah, like what <laughs> who needs other skill sets? Uh, someone asks Scene, if I were stuck in limbo, how would I get out? Scene replied with, hi, human. You couldn't get stuck in limbo unless you were an angel in a lower sphere. So that basically confirms that Max is an angel in a lower sphere. Yeah. So, like, not a great guardian angel. Yeah. Uh, someone asks Scene, what is April like for you? And they said, April is always grim. Okay. Uh, someone else asked, what's Hurl? And they said, hi, it would be in your best interest to learn how to read. I don't like to repeat myself. Best regards. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs> 
And then my other favorite one my, is... My favorite trope in ARGs is ARG characters reading ARG players to filth. Yes! That's why I love scene teen so much. Someone else asked them, are you a man, woman, or neither? And they said, hi, Anonymous. Am I a what? Please don't send me joke asks. This is a serious <laughs> blog, and I would like to be taken seriously. <laughs> Best regards. <sighs> I like scene teens. Scene teens is great. Oh, I love scene teens so much. Someone should devote a religion to scene teens. God. I mean, I guess that's just Satanism. (laughs) Uh, Someone asks, scene, are you okay? And they say, I'm more than okay. Finally, people are listening to me. Someone says, what are the online equivalent? What is, what does the online equivalent of sickness stench look like? How can I identify it? And they say, usually signs of sickness stench online are unusual characters or alarming instances of text. Okay, so like the uh, the corrupted characters on Anita's site. Yes. Uh, and then right before they stop accepting asks, someone gets in, what happens when someone is infected with the sickness stench for too long? And they say, hi, Anonymous. They die. Best regards. <laughs> Anita, no. <laughs> All right, so we need to protect Anita. How do we do this? So, we are moving into June 24th, which is the fourth day that this ARG was running. Wait. All right. Yes, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th. We are now on the 24th. Someone, so Scene Teens closes their ask box, uh, but they can still be, like, privately messaged. So someone messages them and says, can an angel stop being an angel? Uh, Scene Teen says, hi there, good question, best regards, and then stops answering them. (laughs) uh the day two page updates and says anita remembered i saw the expanse in the middle of the water in the midst of the waters i am in peril heaven is crashing down on me okay someone uh the same person who asked scene teens if you can stop being an angel asked them if they are a teen uh, they say, hi there, teenhood is amazing. Yes, best regards. Okay, so they're definitely not a teen. Because <laughs> no teen would say, I fucking love being a teen. It's true. They're absolutely a narc. Hey, fellow humans, how do you do? Hello, fellow humans, I'm a teen. I love being a teen. I love looking teen. at things on the internet with my human eyes. <laughs> I'm real cool. I like to skateboard. (laughs) Uh, Scene posts at 4.45am. Hi everyone. Thank you all for asking, following, and replying. Sometimes I do not answer because I am so overwhelmed. I have never had something like this. This is what I have been trying to tell people for years. This is what all people should have knowledge of. And uh, the, the Discord makes scene teens a icon for their Tumblr. (laughs) <laughs> is because that it, what the uh this like eye thing is the 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 pyramid yeah so the the default icons on tumblr are just like little geometric shapes with like cute faces so they made oh, like a they made a scene edit of, with the the hair and the, yeah okay i love it i get it i love it uh and they send it to scene teens and scene teens says 
heart, thanks. You are also sweet. Best regards. Aww. Uh, meanwhile, Anita's post has been posting from her queue uh, pictures of the sky and pictures of kittens and the some usual. dogs. The huge. Okay. Uh, someone sends the audio of the person screaming to scene teens, asking if they know what it is. Uh, They say, this sounds very similar to recordings I've heard of sick angels dying in limbo. It sounds serious. Okay. And then they follow it up with a post that says, hi everyone, I have seen your questions about how to save the subject guardian angel trapped in limbo. To make things short, I believe a ritual is in order. A ritual performed by multiple human beings can provide strength, righteousness, and more importantly, the possibility of transmission out of limbo. I've been compiling a series of actions for the formality. Okay. People uh, kind of wait for scene teens to follow up, and their follow-up 20 minutes later is just a post that says, Pearl is watching. I am in serious danger. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's Hurl's big deal? Like, what's their beef? Uh, we don't know yet. It's just an angel trying to get back to her human. It's true. Uh, but, so two hours later, uh, Scene Teens makes a big post uh, that says, Time is running out. I'm going to lay everything out on the table, and then I will post the ritual. As a seraph, I spent a short time in the heavens. I burned my brightest during what would be considered the same amount of experience as a human teenager, and I believe that as I aged, nothing in the rest life of my time as an angel could ever match up to the time I spent during this period. I gave up my angelic appendages and put out the fire in me that made me a seraph. The refusal of participation in Hurl got me banished to the sphere of Earth and the punishment that it's given being given one age in the body of a human being for eternity. This was exactly what I intended. My time on Earth allowed me reflection. I realized a hierarchy was not evil necessarily, but harmful. I worked from the ground to investigate the effects and impacts Hurl had. The introduction of the internet made this much easier for me, but the terminology I used as an angel was never a smooth establishment for humans. I have never had anybody listen to me like this. I've lived in many places during my lifetime on Earth, but no matter where I go, I stay close to the web. It is inherent to me. Okay. So I mean, not for nothing that he is an angel that was cast out of the heavens and yeah, you I know, think banished I, to Earth. So I don't know. I'm I'm just saying I'm good at ARGs, y'all. I think it's more than valid to think that scene teens <laughs> is Lucifer. <laughs> I've always pictured Lucifer as like a scene teenager too. Yeah. So this. So yeah, so basically scene teens missed being a teen so much that they betrayed the angels and got banished to be a a human teenager forever. Mood. 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 Uh, And then they post a new post that is called Teleportation. And they say, this is maybe the last post I will make here. Max is a profound subject who has experienced the severe effects Hurl has had on angel kind. The interpersonal steps of this ritual performed will connect humans to the heavens. I have translated it into much more modern terms for simple understanding. And teleportation is a mnemonic that is 
T. Okay. Transmit a song that holds sentimentality to your mind. Listen closely to it. E. Examine an appendage. Think about the effect your human brain has on it. L. Look into your own eyes in a reflective surface and come to a conclusion about yourself as a being living the human experience. E. Engage in the washing and cleansing of your human hands. Embed a photo of your hands to the internet. P. Pick a plant from outside, in quotes, and examine it. Take a photo of this plant and embed it to the internet. O. Observe the sun or moon in the heavens above. Take a photo of it and embed it to the internet. R. Record the sky outside. Embed it to the internet. (laughs) T. Tally the amount of times you exhale in 30 seconds. Embed it to the internet. A. Allow yourself to rest shortly. Allow your human body to do this. (laughs) T. Tell another human that you love about something you thought about in the daytime. I. Illustrate a picture of something beautiful you remember during an unconscious state with a simple tool on paper. Embed it to the internet. O. Oxygenate, in quotes, once. (laughs) And finally, nourish yourself. The ability to go through the biological process of the creation of energy is what makes you human. Hurled is coming, but I would rather be taken back exposing the system than than discrediting my life of research. I lived my ideal life. Uh, and then... Hell yeah, scene teens. Ten minutes later... Okay, so, so to teleport, I I first, I listen to Yes, or I listen to Roundabout by Yes. Yes. Second, I look at my finger and think about my brain. Yes. Third, I look into my own eyes and come to a conclusion about myself as a being living on the human experience. Yes. Okay, so I check myself out in a mirror, move my hair around a bit. E... I wash my hands, uh, and then take a photo of them to send online. I pick a plant from outside, so I go grab a dead jalapeno off my deck. Uh, (laughs) I look at the moon. I record the sky. I count the number of times I exhale. I take a nap. I tell Sam about the fact that I think that a human cleric of Gond is a bad idea and that I should go with an Azamar. That's something I thought about today about a new D&D character. Um, I draw a picture of something beautiful I remember during an unconscious state with a simple tool. Okay, so like I draw a picture of something from a dream? I can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, I breathe. I got that. Uh, da- I got it down. And N, I nourish myself. So I take, I, I grab a snack. Okay, I could do this. This is a good ritual. Yeah. And then uh, roughly 10 minutes later, Scene Teens' uh, blog header becomes the Hurl Eye. And the, oh, shit. and the title of their page becomes, this URL has been preserved and taken in. Oh, no. And, Scene teens, no. And the description just becomes, hurl. <laughs> Scene teens, no. I remember, because I was in the Discord for this ARG, kind of like idly following it. I remember people going nuts when this happened. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would have too. Scene teens is great. This is a big loss. Someone... I miss them already, and I've only known them for an hour. I know. We love we love you, scene teens. Someone made it. Someone made an edit of lost.jpg with scene teens. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the ones on its side. That's great. I love Tumblr. Um, a a page called 
uh, day three goes up on the Neo Cities, but it's blank. And the, um, the Discord settles on a tag for, uh, when they embed their teleportation stuff on the internet and they settle on the tag angel spirit bomb. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and then we, <laughs> we move into the morning of June 25th, which I think is the last day of this ARG. So I lied. It's a five day ARG. Okay. That'll be part two. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the day three page updates, uh, the background turns gray, and the text reads, Please listen, tonight I saw a figure in the endless expanse, and I knew it was my guardian. I saw their body experience the effects of limbo. They let it take them. Uh, people, oh, interpret, no. people interpret this to mean that um, Max, who is writing this, saw scene being dragged into limbo by Hurl. Uh, a post goes up on the Neo Cities called Day Four, uh, but it's blank. Okay. Um, Anita's post. Anita is still posting from her queue. Um, the sexy girl Max twenty nineteen blog also changes to gray, like the Day Three, uh, page people aren't sure why this is maybe symbolic of being deeper in limbo they're not super sure uh the sunday school activity book page goes up on the neo city site that's the prayer yeah okay uh anita makes a post at 120 saying i'm starting to feel better hey uh, the day four page updates and says, I will be updating as the day goes by in the Earth sphere. Writing provides me solace during this time. The power of one teleportation ritual can get an angel out of limbo under Hurl's radar, but the mass amounts of human beings exploring their human lives for me is overwhelming. I will be getting out and taking Hurl with me. Hell yeah, get him seen. <laughs> So basically, the players are empowering Max so much that they're gonna kick everyone's ass. Hell yes. Uh, someone messages, uh, Max and says, "Hey, Max, how are you feeling?" And Max says, "I'm getting out." And someone else says, "Is everything going to be okay?" And Max says, "Everything will be perfect." Hell yeah! Get out of there. You got this. <laughs> Max adds to day four. I've chosen certain music to express myself throughout this journey as the importance it holds to Anita is so significant. Uh, probably referring the to... The Black Parade? <laughs> well, there are links on the, like, Internet Memories page, and some of them go to, uh, like, songs. Like, one is, like, a Panic of the Disco song, so people theorize that that's what it's referring to. Uh, Anita posts a video at 8.30pm which is like really weird. The caption is I was so scared I couldn't say a word but I knew something good happened and then I saw the manifestation of two angels burning bright. The video which we'll probably link to in the show notes is like a video of this like weird ball of light getting brighter and then Martin, it kind of, yes. Martin that's the sun. 
Well, I know, but it get, it gets like huge. <laughs> okay. I I mean I know I just, it's a, I know we're online a lot, but that's the sun, Marn. I know it's the sun, but I think it's supposed to be like an <laughs> angel or something. Okay. And, it, and then it pans to these like I guess they're beanie babies, maybe, or they're like ceramic dolls that are on fire. They they are precious moments figurines. Yeah, in like a parking lot, and it has like ominous music behind it. Yeah, for everyone listening, a precious moment figurine is like a Funko Pop, but for boomers. <laughs> um, and day four updates to have a link in the on the page uh, that says "Hear Me," and it links to a page called FinalDepiction.html, which is a page that says. Heaven and hell are burning. Holy shit. And, yeah. What is this? Uh it I would guess that it is um Scene and Max attacking Hurl? Yeah. This is very cool. It's like a an old painting, but also like not clip art, but like where you cut pictures out of stuff to make like flames and other angels and a bunch of hands. This is this is cool. This is my new desktop background. <laughs> uh, and it had a it had a Minecraft song playing on it, but I don't think it works anymore. Okay, was that the same song as the? Uh, no, it was a the different memory. One. Okay, um, it was just like the title screen music from Minecraft, and then uh, all of the hurl stuff disappears from the Scene Teens blog. Um, people interpret this image to be, uh, Max and Scene being, like, pushed forward by the hands of the people doing the teleportation ritual on Tumblr. Okay. And, uh... I can see that. And, like, attacking the other angels. It's the angel spirit bomb. Yeah. Because they're, like, ripping the eye out of a seraph. Yeah. This is metal. It's really good. I will definitely link this in the show notes. The the a page on the Max Neo Cities called Final Index goes up. Uh it is a letter from Max. It says, My time in limbo would have been difficult and long, and Anita's time on Earth would have been short if it weren't for the attention and consideration brought upon me. The illness that destroyed beings in limbo would have affected the conscious plane as humans and angels know it. I couldn't let this continue. It was against me knowing my role in the system as an archangel. I was lucky enough to be able to receive the compassion that I did. Even in heaven, I was not in favor of Hurl. The class system between angels and heaven and hell pushed me farther away from what was sensical every day. It resulted in me being banished to limbo. This happened to Celeste, although I never really learned about her until she was gone. She took the opportunity of her human's lifespan ending to risk him and publicly announce her opinions in the hierarchy. Celeste did not survive the illness as I did. I saw her crack under the pressure of existence in limbo and let the universe take her consciousness. This was when I became determined to liberate myself, and I knew I had to do something that would get human attention. When human beings are alive, the experiences they have are more precious than eternal life in heaven. Teleportation is the core essence of the connection a human being has in their time on Earth and their guardian angel. Expose your neck and tell your angel you understand this. 
Human beings like you should get a chance to exchange consciousness again. Getting one chance of a human lifespan to devote yourself to whether or not you get put in a hierarchy or spend eternity suffering is beyond sense. This plane is bigger than that. Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let your human consciousness peer into it. I am so thrilled to be returning back to Anita with a new friend who I thought I had lost. There was so much more on the internet we have left to see together. This is a web that connects human beings and angels, and it's bigger than anything like heaven or hell. I am inherent to it. Everyone is. Thank you, everyone, for helping me. It has turned into something much more vast than I ever could have imagined. Max. Hell yeah, Max. And then uh, Anita posts and says, Hi, everyone. Quick update. This has all been very weird to me because I don't usually share stuff like this online. They're both back. I'm so happy to have Max again. I feel much better. I feel like we've gotten over a bump. Thank you so much, everybody. Hell yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Scene posts and says, I lived, bitch. Anita told me to post this. <laughs> I love scene teens. I love scene teens. <laughs> I lived, bitch. I lived, bitch. <laughs> oh, this um, is great. And then scene posts. I want to post more, but I'm tired. I probably will do some follow-up posts later. So will Anita and Max. Uh, and then... Max posts uh, about a couple minutes later and says, I want to make it a point to say it on here too. Thank you, everybody. Um, and then there's a little poem from a be- from like the tag of a Beanie Baby called The End, uh, which <laughs> confirms like the end of the ARG. And then yeah. the devs make a little post that say like, thank you so much for playing. I... I hope everybody had fun, and they do like a little AMA in the uh, in the voice channel of the Discord. Cool. Yeah, and that's Sexy Girl Max twenty nineteen. That's awesome! Hell yeah, good work, uh, Rowan and Rook. Hell yeah, that's way cooler than anything I did when I was fifteen. <laughs> um, and then the rest of the stock is just like stuff that they confirmed. Uh about the characters in the uh in the dev chat uh they confirmed that the ARG ended with heaven and hell getting literally destroyed <laughs> hell yeah i mean hell no but yeah cool welcome to rpg design friends a podcast where we critically talk about tabletop role-playing games their mechanics design philosophy and the scene surrounding it all Each episode, we have two guests, designers, podcasters, and other experts to discuss a topic within TTRPGs. It is important to be critical and analyze the stuff we enjoy, and we're glad to do it here at RPG Design Friends. So what do you think about the story of this ARG, Mar? I love this ARG. I think it's so cool. I um I remember I think I saw it because one of my friends sent it to me through, uh, like a a messenger and was like, "Hey, this like bizarre ARG thing is going down on Tumblr where like porn bots are messaging people," and I was like, "Oh wow, this is super cool." Um, I was in the 
Discord for most of it, and I remember just, like, having a really good time watching everyone kind of, like, unravel the plot. I think the characters are super cool. I would... I I think it's a super... The, like, the notion of, like, angels communicating through SSTV and, like, using URLs to exist is super neat and, like, original and not anything I've ever seen before. So I would probably give this, like, a 9 out of 10 for plot. Like, I wish it had been longer is my only criticism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm coming into this one, like... You've changed my mind on this one. Um, uh, when I came into this one with what I can see of it now, it just looked like there's a blog with a girl who is sick. And I that stuff really bugged me. Like, just, I'm sick and I don't know how to get better. That's That stuff really, I, I don't like that at all. And yeah. then, like, a website that just progressively gets creepier and creepier the more you click and never quite resolves itself. And I didn't know Scene Teen existed. Um, which honestly, Scene Teens elevates this to a whole nother level. It's um, true. So where's, I, where's the Scene Teens sequel ARG? Yeah, Scene Teens ARG. I'm in for this. Um, but yeah, when I first saw this, I really was not on board. And I, in the end, I like it. Um, I, the Anita stuff is fine. Uh, I don't know. Didn't really do much there. But the, the, the angel being stuck in limbo and, Hurl being there and the idea of scene teens, this old angel that I'm, I think is Lucifer who is trapped on earth and decides to go back to help another angel. That's all really cool. And I'm, I'm right there with you that like the angel stuff in this game and angels communicating through the internet is a very neat idea and nothing I've ever seen before. Um, so I really like that. I, I, I like this a whole lot. Um, Hearing it all laid out is a lot cooler than it was just seeing it on its face. Um, And I I like this a lot. This is a lot of really cool stuff to do over the course of four days, especially for two 15-year-olds. Like, nice work. It is. And especially because a lot of it was, like, improvised or also, like, they, they took, like, a concept that the Discord was theorizing about or that, like, people were messaging the characters about and were like, oh, this is cool and, like, ran with it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a really cool way to do it. And that's how, like, all the cool stuff that I've ever come up with for D&D has come up with because my players have said, I bet this is happening. And I, like, cross out eight lines and think that's much better than what I had planned. Um, yeah, and I know. This, I, this is really cool. And I know in the in the, like, stuff they put out after the fact, they also said, like, oh, like, there was stuff that we expected you guys to find a different way and you didn't so we had to kind of like rewrite it so that you guys got the same information that you would have found if you had done this this and this that's really cool i like the um it it kind of becomes a collaborative part by the end of it even if half the you know the audience collaborating with the creator doesn't realize it at the time but it becomes a collaborative effort and that's really cool yeah so yeah, what are you what are you ranking it? What's your rating? How many steps of teleportation out of ten are you giving it? I would give it for story nine steps of teleportation out of ten. All right, I think I'd go about the same way. Give it nine. It could be. It could. I don't know. I want to say it could be longer, but then I feel like I. Uh, you might lose something in it being a bit longer, but and happening over 
two weeks instead of four days gives more people a chance to actually do it. So yeah, it could have yeah. been longer, could have been a little bit deeper and more in depth, but I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, where are we falling as far as puzzles go? Uh, as far as I can tell, it's the same puzzle every time. Just plug in CRTV stuff and hope that you get the right image and then manipulate it until you do. Yeah, that's um, true. Like I, I, you know, it's a, it's kind of a one note puzzle, um, but the URLs are all interesting and unique. Um, they do a really good job of tying the individual URLs into thematic stuff. Um, like part of the thing that creeped me out was that the fact that each picture, each link I clicked on was like seraphim.jpg, cherubim.jpg. And like it went deeper and deeper into like, I don't know, when you start referencing cryptic biblical shit, that's when like my spider sense starts going off. Yeah. So um, that that was all flavorfully really cool and there, and that all really worked really well. Um, but the puzzles to get to them weren't necessarily um, super memorable or really in-depth or interesting, it didn't seem like. Yeah, I, th- I think kind of a lot of the, uh, like I said at the beginning, a lot of the effort that would normally have gone into puzzling kind of went into working out the relationships between these characters and like what kind of cues they had to give to find out more information or to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like a lot more um, collaborative and working with the, the characters than it was strict puzzling. So that works out pretty well, but overall it just doesn't seem like, I don't know, with a little bit more attention to puzzling, this could have been a longer thing. I feel like part of the reason it's so short is because there aren't really there aren't really any solves. It's just, oh, we got a thing. We better run it through the code breaker. Yeah. So, out of ten, how many angels banished from the light would you give this? Uh, in terms of puzzles, maybe like a five? Yeah, I'm hitting like a three or four on this one. It just doesn't seem like there's a whole lot there. Yeah, I I will say I'm rating it a little higher because I'm impressed that uh, where I have failed in the past at making SSTV work, uh, these two <laughs> these two teenagers were able to figure it out because I have tried to make SSTV puzzles before and I have never gotten it to work. <laughs> That's true. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overlooking how how tricky it is to set that up. So like it's a a simple puzzle, but they do it flawlessly. Yeah. So that and an extra point for the the people for brute forcing that gif. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's very cool. So what do you think about the replayability of this one? I feel like it's pretty it's pretty easy to go through and actually read all the posts and everything pretty much still exists. I was I was um I was kind of surprised that the Sexy Girl Max blog is still there, even after Tumblr did their big, like, porn, uh, they, they wiped out all of the, all of the porn blogs. I was surprised it didn't get caught up in that. Yeah, there's, uh, one post on the Anita page that is, uh, caught up in that, um, and I'm curious what that was, because it didn't seem like this was a, like, this doesn't seem like a, uh, any kind of NSFW blog. Like, you know, it's just a bunch of like cat pictures and corrupted text. So I'm very curious yeah. what you might be able to see it if you're logged in, but it's like right above the Kermit one on page seven. 
I'm not logged into Tumblr, and I'd have to create an account to get back to that. But um, I'm curious what that image was or would have been. I'm or gonna if it's guess just it was like an ankle. Yeah, I'm gonna guess it was just one of the cued images because basically what Tumblr did was they like wrote a script to take out all of the porn images but it was just selecting everything that had a certain amount of like red in it because i identified it as skin nice solid okay way to go did you see that uh one way that people got around that was that they just tagged their stuff as hashtag sfw yeah good work tumblr good work tumblr robots you all try so hard by that i mean you don't try at all Yeah, I think I'm a little harder on the replayability of this one, just because it runs into the same kind of archival problem that a lot of ARGs run into. Uh, And especially with this one, where everything was posted on, like, the same four days, that every post just says it was made nine months ago. Um, And so it's very hard to, like, figure out when or where things were posted in relation to each other, unless you're really doing the digging through. But it sounds like you're able to find a really good spot that had things... um, archived in a really good way and you were able to access the stuff to get the full story pretty easily so um that all seems to be there and all these posts are still up you know we're gonna link lovely 5500 which is anita's blog and we'll link sexy girl max and scene teens um you know we can link all of those and you can find all the sites everything's jumbled together and it's going to be really hard to go through and look at everything but it's still findable and still visible, which is really cool. Yeah. So out of adorable animal pictures posted to Tumblr, one to ten, what would you give it? Um, maybe a five? Yeah, I think five adorable animals seems about right. Yeah. All in all, a solid ARG. I'm a lot yeah. I'm yeah. a lot higher on this game than I was coming into this today. I <laughs> I was kind of dreading recording this episode. Uh, but as as this stuff has come out, I, I really do enjoy and appreciate this game a lot more. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I've turned you around on it, apparently. <laughs> now, it just... Coming into this, it seemed very... I don't know. I don't want to read the blog of a sick kid that I think is going to die. Like, yeah. it just... The whole thing just seems really weird. And without any of the background stuff and... Like, I couldn't really find the angel stuff, or at the very least, I couldn't connect them and realize, like, what was going on. It just looked like a kid that was sick, and that really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but, and and it still kind of does, honestly, Um, just because there's, I don't know, it rubs me the wrong way. I don't know, maybe I'm weird for not liking sick children. Um, But it, uh, I, I feel like it, it turned back and made something very cool in the end. I agree. And I hope, I want to say that I hope uh, that the people who did it uh, keep making ARGs because I think that they're super talented and cool. Yeah, I I was doing stuff that was a lot less cool when I was 15. And I feel like if they want to keep doing puzzles and coming up with cool fiction, like power to them because they're making some really cool stuff. Yeah, I definitely tried to make a couple of ARGs when I was younger, but none of them super got off the ground except for the one that I made for a class project that I basically like forced my friends to participate in. <laughs> I have tried to make an ARG, not a full ARG, but just 
trying to write little puzzles uh, and I've realized just how tough it all is. So being able to put all this together over the span of four days is incredible. I don't know how yeah. much time went into planning beforehand, but like with everything being as on the fly as it was, this yeah. is really good work. It's very cool. Do we want to do recommendations for this week? All right. Recommendations. Marn, what are your recommendations for this week? So I have two. Okay. Uh, one of my recommendations is that I... Just rewatched all of season one of the OA on Netflix, and I'm starting season two, and it's very good. And I've been reminded that not a lot of people watch it or know what it is, so you guys should check it out. It's very cool. Have you watched the OA? I've heard a lot of stuff about the OA. It's good. I really like it. I think that it is weird and not for everyone, but I really enjoy it. Um, if you watch, like, the trailers for it, you're going to get a really skewed perspective of what it's about. Uh, Getting the most marketable version of it. Kind of, yeah. And, like, the trailers only really use uh, footage from, like, the first episode. Basically, it's about um, this, uh, this girl who goes missing. Uh, she's blind when she goes missing, and then she reappears, like, five years later or something and she can see and uh she gets returned to her adoptive parents and she kind of forms this little like found family group with a bunch of people in uh the town that she lives in and she tells them the story of like how she got abducted how she had this near-death experience when she was younger that like gives her these prophetic dreams and how she was, like, in this study with these other people who had near-death experiences. And it's really, like, surrealist and very cool and, like, a little sci-fi and a little bit fantasy. And one of the reasons that it is one of my recommendations for this week is that it also goes into, like, what is the concept of an angel? And, like, where do you go when you have a near-death experience? And, like, what is the afterlife like? And where do our souls go after death and stuff like that. Cool. That sounds really neat. I will add that to the ever-growing list. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I highly recommend, like, setting aside a bunch of time for it because the episodes are, like, an hour long each. But once you finish one, you're going to want to watch the next one right away. (laughs) Okay. Because they all end on, like, really good cliffhangers. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm. I just started season two, and I'm really enjoying it. Awesome. Um, piggybacking off of your recommendation that is about um, angels and stuff, uh, I have a recommendation this week that is probably pretty basic. Um, but my recommendation is the Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett book, Good Omens. Yeah. Um, it is a classic for a reason. Uh, it is a comedy about uh, the biblical apocalypse in which uh, the Antichrist is born to a you know cult of faithful nuns who is ready to bring the Antichrist into this world. And he's born at the same time as a different baby, and the babies accidentally get swapped. Um, so the Antichrist grows up in a home of a pleasant English family that's living in the countryside while some random kid grows up living the pampered life that the Antichrist should have received. 
Um, meanwhile, uh, there are the reasons that everyone loves this book. Uh, there are an angel and a de- and a devil, uh, Crowley and Aziraphale, who are um, ready to intercept and try and get things back on the right track. Uh, there's a whole cast of characters. It's a very fun, funny novel um, that takes the biblical apocalypse very seriously. Um, I think everyone should check it out. It's just a, a wonderful book. I don't want to give away too much because it's comedy and comedy relies on not knowing stuff, but uh, it's... It's very good. They just, I don't know the status of it, but they're making an adaptation of it for uh, Amazon Prime. I think it comes out in May. Does it come out in May? I'm really timely. Um, But that is starring uh, the guy from Broadchurch, right? Uh, Yeah, David Tennant. David Tennant. Thank you. Um, That stars David Tennant. And I want to say... Oh, someone else. I forgot that they were making this until I started talking about my recommendation. <laughs> uh, uh, they are coming out with an adaptation that stars David Tennant, uh, Michael Sheen, uh, John Hamm is going to be in it. Apparently, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in it. Um, so, whole lot of famous British actors. Uh, it should be a really good show and very yeah, Benedict, cool book. Benedict Cumberbatch is playing Satan. He is playing Satan. Nice. <laughs> um, of course he is. Yeah, I I heard also that they are using some stuff from the scrapped sequel to Good Omens, and they're putting it in the miniseries, which I'm excited about. I did not know that there was a scrapped sequel to this, so I'm very excited about this now. Yeah, um, there was a there's a scrapped sequel that was going to be more about like the angels. Okay. And like the hierarchy of angels and like angel politics and stuff. And okay. Putting it in the show, and I'm so excited. That that sounds right up your alley. Angel yeah. politics seems like your kind of thing. Um, yeah, uh, definitely read the book. Uh, don't be one of those people that's like, well, the book is better than the show. But <laughs> definitely, definitely read the book. Uh, it's incredible. It's very good. I need to reread it before the show comes out. Also, there's you don't have to put this in the show. There's a really good fan fiction of um. Crowley as an angel and Aziraphale as a demon, and it's just the whole of Good Omens, but they're swapped. Huh. That's really interesting. It's really good. I think it just, like, exists on the writer's website. It's not, like, on a fanfiction site anywhere. They just, like, made a website for it. Do you know what it's called? Oh, I'm gonna Google it. Because, this is an episode about Tumblr, and angels and so this fan fiction about a book about angels is definitely going in the episode oh boy i have to find it now well we will find it and put it in the show notes if that's something you're interested in i think it's called the sacred and the profane maybe yes yeah yeah this is it it's it's good omens but like everything is exactly the same except aziraphale is a demon and crowley is an angel Oh, the sacred and the profane is like a classic bit of writing about religion. Okay, that's a cool title. Good work. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, then yeah, we will definitely link that in the show notes. Yes. Uh, Marn, I assume that's not your second. Uh, no. Recommendation. What's your other recommendation? Um, I said it earlier, but my second recommendation is TacoDog.net. Uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> It is a website that one of our friends who runs ARGs made uh, a while ago, I guess, 
and it has puzzles on it that no one has ever solved. So I am recommending it in order to get more eyes on it. Because to my knowledge, no one has ever solved the puzzles. And um, I am very curious. I may have been only one of I may have been one of the few people who's tried, and I got nowhere with them, but I do also have a tacodog.net email address, because I, I know the well. person who runs the <laughs> website. Yeah, you can email me at asherman at tacodog.net. That's a thing that exists. Um, but yeah, if you go to it, it is just a, uh, a picture of a dog in a taco costume, but then if you view the source of the page, there are puzzles in it. Huh. I've never looked in this. I, I I don't think I've seen it with puzzles. I do feel like I remember the other thing that's in the source. Yeah. Uh, I will have to start taking a look at this. Yeah, I've I've kind of idly tried to solve some of them before and kind of ended up going in circles. But I would be interested to get more eyes on it. All right. Um, cool. I think that's going to do it for us. You can find us at ErgonautsPod at Twitter. Uh, we have a new hashtag that I've set up for people who are listening to the show and want to tweet about it but don't want to directly at us. It is hashtag ArgPod. Uh, you can still find us at ErgonautsPod.com. It just redirects to the Orange Grove site. Uh, if you have a question that you want us to answer on the show, you can tweet us or email us at ArgonautsPodcast at gmail.com. You can also email me at asherman at tacodog.net. Yes, you can, all, you can also email me personally at knucklesmcgee at tacodog.net. You got a way cooler <laughs> one than I did. I don't know why I tried to get professional with my taco dog email address. Uh, my personal Twitter is at Corpse Revivers. My personal Twitter is at acshermanwrite. And I think that's all of our social medias. I think so. You plowed through it like a champ. Uh, I'm getting good at this. <laughs> we just don't need to figure out a way to end this. Yeah, it's true. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of cool with good night, everyone, being our song. Yeah, I kind of like it. <laughs>